Welcome to this week's episode of Countdown to Infinity, an Avengers podcast. I'm feeling a little sick, so I'm going to need some help Infinity. with our countdown, boys oh, and girls. No, not again. Damn. You're right. trying to make Are you going to super cut like a countdown at the very end of this yeah. like, podcast? <laughs> just like just random numbers you've said that yeah, no one else one, has said? Yeah. I think the last episode is just going to be a countdown for an hour. Oh, that's true. Yeah, because like, there's nothing to talk about at that point. 36,000... Seconds? Then, yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Ten. Nine? Damn it, Clayton. <laughs> don't, don't humor him. I got Clayton on We're, board. I know. Let's do this. No. Someone come at me with an eight. Eight. Okay. Well, you just said eight. God damn it. Well, someone. Seven. Two. Okay. All right. Andrew's accelerating it. One. This G. is Countdown to Infinity. Wait. You should have started the actual number of the movie, which this one would be the 11th film. Oh, and for those of you that only Ten. know these movies by Nine. their numbers. Eight. Seven? I can't believe I'm going nah, with this. Nah, we're not. Six. We're stopping this now. Right. One. Three, two, one. <laughs> roll. Uh, roll the clip. Go. Clip. Roll, sure, roll, Anthony roll, is like roll the theme really music. confused right now. Roll this theme like, music. I'm just, I'm just observing here. Just... Who are we talking to? I'm going to show you something beautiful. Everyone screaming for mercy. You want to protect the world, but you don't want it to change. You're all puppets. Tangled in strings. Welcome back to Countdown to Infinity, an Avengers podcast. If this is your very first episode, let me tell you what it's about. We watch a Marvel movie every single week um, leading up to uh, in the Infinity Wars, which comes out in just less than two months. And uh, yeah, so uh, we watched Iron Man. We're all the way up to the second Avengers movie. Actually, the last Avengers movie before our big Ooh. finale. That's Let's... debatable though, because when we get to Civil War, we're going to be kind talking of about like better than this Avengers fuck? movie. Yeah, exactly. So John's always wanting to debate the Civil War. Listen, yeah. the <laughs> North S. Grant, the North won. We lost. Okay. <laughs> oh, we. Whoa. Who do you mean we? We're uh, the South. Let's Jeez. introduce all of the uh, Civil War reenactors in the room. I'm representing the North. <laughs> My name is Emmanuel. <laughs> I'm John. I'm on Team Iron Man. This Iron is Man. Andrew. Wait, wait, wait. We're Iron on Man. Team Jacob, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we got two guests here today. We have Clayton Ooh. returning. Hey, what's up, guys? Yeah, he's um. What, how 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 many is this already? This uh, is the third, right? No? I think we're popping his cherry the three. third time. <laughs> number yeah, three, number, number three, three for Clayton, and we got Anthony Flores coming back from. Uh, Last time he was on was on the Revenge of the Sequel, the Suicide Squad episode. ROTS, we'll yeah, be back happy soon. To be back, guys. Yeah, it's, it's nice to have yeah, you back, man. It's gonna be fun talking some Marvel this time. So. Oh, yeah, we're yeah, switching gears. No, no DC. What was the the movie? ROTS? Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, they were shots fired. You could, you better believe that. You were in, you were on the Suicide Suicide Squad episode, and you're in on the Avengers episode. Those were the top two best movies. One of them won an Oscar. <laughs> oh. I know, oh. and yeah! one of them won an Oscar. <laughs> oh shit! Suicide Squad, right? Yeah. Didn't it win yeah. an Oscar? Yeah, yeah. shots fired. They won an Oscar. That's not shots fired. Oh. Yeah, that is. It's you guys are wearing it's like a missile fired. You guys like are wearing Marvel themed shirts 
Well, John, what are you wearing? I'm wearing a uh, Doctor Strange Who shirt. Who cares? You're on the podcast all the time. Oh, um, <laughs> never mind. Why did you guys pick those shirts? Is it because they're your favorite Marvel characters? Go. Or was it on sale? So just, you know, obviously, the people can't uh, see what kind of shirts they're wearing. They're wearing yeah. Marvel shirts. Uh, Describe wearing, He's wearing Deadpool. <laughs> this is me, Clayton. Yeah. I'm wearing a Captain America shirt because... Because uh, we live in America. I, that and... <laughs> and I was you know, made in I America? I also work at a comic book shop and I try to wear Do you really? <laughs> my undershirt. That's super You're my cool. boss. <laughs> yeah. Captain yeah. America, you know, I, I have a good feeling about you. I feel like you're a good guy. Thank you. <laughs> Meanwhile, Anthony... I think you're a real asshole because of your shirt. He's I wearing, know, man. It's he's wearing uh, an Deadpool. asshole on his shirt. It's, it's <laughs> just now, spread now butt that, cheeks. That, now, that would be really weird, yeah, wouldn't man. it? Just yeah, like yeah. walking around with an asshole on my shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah no, I'm wearing Deadpool. And yeah, like um, Deadpool is a great character. I'm only I'm only familiar with mostly the movie stuff and a hint of the comic stuff. Not too much, to be honest, but it's a good movie. <laughs> and I can't exactly. wait for that sequel, too. So it's Weird. Like, Deadpool true. isn't someone that we may even talk about at all in this podcast. ROTS, mm-hmm. well, stay tuned. <laughs> I mean, count, oh, well, yeah. Or, that, yeah but the countdown Boom. to infinity, unfortunately not. So. Yeah, he could mm-hmm. be on the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We'll see. Maybe in the future? After uh, oh. Infinity. I heard yeah. that the Deadpool 2 movie sucks. was. Yeah. I heard, it's I heard it sucks. Yeah, yeah, there are some early uh, reviews, some test screenings. Yeah, and people yeah. are saying that it's very long and it's not that great. Very long and dull. That's what they called my that's, yeah that's love a, making. Yeah. Oh wait. wow! Right on the nose there. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, we, we have to compare that to the Deadpool two reviews when they. I comes thought you out. were good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Whoa. Well, thank you guys for coming back for an ep- another episode. Don't forget uh, to to find it on Spotify. Boom. Guys, I love Spotify so much. Don't you guys? Nope. I'm just kidding. Yes. (laughs) You know what? I I honestly do use Spotify and I enjoy it. uh, Spotify, that that one thing 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 better than Pandora. (laughs) That one thing better than Pandora? Yeah. Yeah. Better than that one. Actually, yeah, I do use Spotify over um, all all other like this is a legit thing over actual other (laughs) music streaming services. So like I that's a legit. Yeah. All um, of you. Yeah, Spotify's pretty great. There you go. Spotify's awesome. They have a wide selection of music, and now with the introduction of podcasts and audiobooks, everything you need is in one app. Your voice is getting deeper by the second. It's so crazy. <laughs> you yeah. get paid double if a man is talking. <laughs> and that's why it's going deeper. All right. Well, I apologize for my voice. I'm going through puberty. <laughs> that's what that is. Yeah, changes are happening. Uh, later on, after the podcast, I want you guys to see this hair that I found. <laughs> Whoa! You see it on the on the, on the Captain Dim yeah, website. Just one four foot hair coming out of one of my balls. <laughs> it's wild. You have to wrap it around your leg just to keep <laughs> wrap it around my leg. And uh, you should trim that. Yeah, I don't think so. Just Every time I touch it, I feel it. It's weird. Every time I touch it, my my right eye bleeds. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's a hair. Yeah, I think it may be a vein that has grown out. <laughs> Anyways, this week is we have a big uh, 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 podcast for you because it's an Avengers movie and it's oh. a whole bunch of our favorite superheroes all together to save Wakovia. What? No. Sokovia. Sorry, Wakanda and Wakovia. That's I'm combining fake countries. Yeah. All right. I'm sorry. My bad. But let's talk about Avengers: Age of Ultron. Now, this movie comes at a weird time for Marvel. Uh, this was, uh, there was a lot of tension at the head uh, of, of Marvel with uh, uh, President Kevin Feige. Do we know how to say his name? Yeah, Do you guys Feige. know how to say his name? Feige. 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 Yeah. 
Fige. The jury's still out on his name. That's the jury is not out on his name. I'm pretty sure every episode that I've been on, we have debated this. Along with y'all. It's a a motif. You guys know what I'm asking for. A long-form birth certificate. We want it published. (laughs) Trump. With with the pronunciation (laughs) underneath the word. Yeah. We want to know what it is. So he was was in – this is actually the last movie that was overseen by the Marvel – what? Creative Creative Committee. Committee. Um, Because after this film came out, uh, Fijay Fago, whatever his name is, (laughs) he said, I don't need you guys. You're, you're kind of ruining my my. Yeah, because a bunch of they, they they threw a bunch of studio notes on movies before this, and that's what kind of got um, Thor: The Dark World. Yeah, that's what happened on Thor: The Dark World. That's what got Alan Taylor kind of you know not canned, but like Alan Taylor had a negative experience because of that. He said that he had this crazy freedom to film what he wanted to during the photography process, and then whenever the movie came into post, like he was it was not his. Like it was giving notes and notes and notes and notes and notes. And it just wasn't his at all. Uh-huh. And this movie, I feel like, was the same way because even Joss Whedon kind of was burnt out by the end of this process. And, you know, apparently, oh, the yeah, way history right. he says... Did, he did return. He did yeah, return. the way history says, pe- people don't really like this movie as, as much as they did The Last Avengers because of, like, you know, some story... Some story little... Um, some story gaps there, yeah, yeah that we'll, we'll it, eventually talk about. It's such a shame, too, because uh, j- so much of the first movie was Joss's movie, for sure. And now to see this one kind of, you know, shifted into the, again, the Alan Taylor type of uh, way where it's a little bit more uh, studio heavy in the control and, you know, what they edit together pretty much isn't your movie or what you intended or, I mean, we were watching a couple of the deleted scenes and he was like, man, I really wish we would have kept this, you know, this part, Uh, you know, I liked it and I know it, it. felt a little obscure for an Avengers movie. It's that Thor scene specifically. But Norn cave. Yeah, cave, there, yeah, there are certain scenes that I'm sure that he would have rather have kept. But, you know, ultimately on, on this one, it was more of a studio-based uh, uh, project. Well, he also said, too, at one point that he wanted to make this movie, he wanted to make the sequel smaller and more personal to the characters. And they're like, no, go big. Well, yeah, because eventually you end, it ends up being bigger. And Feige said that that wasn't the intention. But, you know, studio notes and the way... Spectacle works. You kind of need to make it at least you a little need bit to grander. Do the first one, yeah, grander than the first one. So that's kind of like a little double-edged sword there with, that we didn't have to work with for this movie. Now, when this movie came out, uh, what did you guys think? Did you guys like it a lot? I know because because at, at at this point, the only time you've seen them all together was the original <laughs> Avengers movie, and it it always seems like they're adding more character, um, more characters to these things. Uh, but yeah, what did you guys think of? What were your first thoughts of Avengers Age of Ultron? The first thoughts? I'm going to let uh, the guests go first because if you want to hear our first thoughts, y'all should listen to the Revenge of the Sequel episode that <laughs> has Age of Ultron on it. It's a weird it's plug. That's it's a weird plug. But <laughs> like, um, yeah. But what did you guys think of yeah. uh, a- Age of guys? Ultron? Uh, first off, I liked it. I'm, I know that's probably an unpopular opinion because I remember feeling that way when I first... I can't remember if I reviewed it, to be honest, on my channel, but like, um, I know for sure I reviewed the first one, and I remember being kind of bored with the first one. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of over buildup for me, and it was kind of like, well, the good thing about the first one, yeah, that was definitely more Joss Whedon's movie. It was like more cohesive. I'll give it that, but to me, in general, it felt kind of, kind of a blech, you know, kind of feeling. This one, while there was a lot more convoluted stuff, and you can definitely see where the studio really hindered a lot of the production... I still felt there was enough there to really warrant like uh, more of a rewatch feeling to it for me, and I just uh, 
Ultron, man. Like, James Spader did an amazing job with this, regardless of how you feel about him. I like that he was menacing, but quippy. And I didn't... Mm -hmm. A lot of people hated that. I remember hearing that a lot, and I'm like, I liked it. I I liked it a lot. And then, arguably more than the first. But I'm probably in the minority on that one. Cool. That's pretty awesome. Clayton? Um, My first thoughts... um, I liked it. Um, It was... You know, another team up which I absolutely loved. Um, it was uh, a movie that me and my wife saw. Uh, she was my girlfriend at the time, but you know, it was. Uh, I I remember it so much because this was the first action movie she fell asleep to. So that Ooh. yeah yeah. <sighs> but but it's it's funny because she 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 goes to sleep during action movies, but like anything else, she won't fall asleep. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, Stayed awake during the English Patient. Just like, basically. not like the English patient. <laughs> Spoilers. No, like you, were, like you were saying, uh, the aesthetics of it and everything were were great. Uh, yet another Josh uh, Whedon movie, and uh, for uh, Ultron, you know, uh, he. Uh, what was the show that he had just started? That was Blacklist. the Blacklist. Blacklist. Yeah, Blacklist. Yes, yeah. it was doing great. Uh, uh, so it really helped. Uh, with the general audience uh, for, for I guess, the, uh, I guess, advertisement of Age of Ultron uh, for the show to be doing so well. And then uh, his, that big of a name getting onto this movie was really great for him. And also the um, kind of the crazy tension that you kind of get uh, to elude to the Civil to War. To Civil War, yeah. Uh, Throughout in this, this movie, movie mm-hmm. was was great as well uh, for me. So, I, I I enjoyed it. It was fun. Drew. So um, I I do like. I think the first time walking out of this movie, it's hard to not like it because of the spectacle and just the sheer fact that you're getting the team up again. Um, I mean, no one ever thought we'd get an Avengers movie, much less two. So um, I thought it was cool that they had casted uh, James Spader, like the way Clay said, uh, um, as Ultron. But um, to me, Age of Ultron, the book, was already subpar. And um, I thought this movie was the same. I mean, again, it's not that I think it's You should probably talk about Age of Ultron, the book, a little bit. Um, It's more of like a Days of Future Past type of thing where like, hey, uh, who created Ultron? It was Hank Pym. All right, well, let's go stop Hank Pym from building him. And they go back, and then they mess something up, so they need to go back even further. And they just keep messing up, essentially, to keep going back. And they're making different timelines, and you know things like that. And it very has very it pretty much any nothing to do with Ultron. Ultron's in it at the end, and like, hey, I'm ruling this thing, but it's mostly them trying to stop the lead up mm-hmm. to that. But um, this movie's nothing like that. Uh, they stick the title. I, I don't like the way Ultron looks. To be honest, with you. that was a big. The big, a big uh, pet peeve of mine because he looks so badass in the book, and he's supposed to be one of the definitive uh, Avengers villains. Uh, you know, in general, he's a reoccurring one. You don't get rid of him. He's like a virus. He just escapes into some other place, and he'll come back later. You know, some other time. Sometimes they shoot him into space. He'll come back down. You know, made of adamantium, vibranium, whatever you want to, you, you, whatever you want to say. But uh, um, I, some of his iconic look was changed due to the fact that they needed James Spader to. Feel a little bit more useful, you know, rather yeah. than just record his voice. We need, need need the actual performance, do mocap, you know, things like that. Um, I was not a fan of that. I do like that it introduced um, certain aspects that they were going to introduce you to later, like uh, you know Andy Serkis as Claw. So they're like, oh, you know, Black Panther has to be around the the corner for sure. And um, but 
again, I mean, there there are certain sequences that you you don't forget, Hulkbuster and uh, Hulk, and that beginning fighting scene where they're pretty much full on Avengers, like this team is a well oiled machine type of thing. Mm-hmm. But I think that's pretty much it. Is that it just offers spectacle, and compared to the first, like the first one hits you with that, hey, you've never seen this before. And this one was a, you know, um, again, more just to me, more of a studio movie that um, I just didn't feel that passion that was there for the first one. Um, I felt a lot of course correcting was done too. Hawkeye was was crapped on in the first one. That was a lot of everybody's uh, negative reactions for the first one. They just used him as a henchman or he was just a, a not even a B character. He was a C character. So in this one, they gave him a little bit more to do uh, in that sense. But uh, you also get Marvel's first death of a superhero, which is cool. We'll get into later, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that was my initial first reaction um, of the movie. I think I agree. Everyone, I think, has said um, either the word set piece or spectacle, and this movie has a lot of that. And I don't mind a lot of, um, I'll call it frosting. I don't mind a lot of uh, frosting as long as there's good cake, like meat in the movie. Yeah, and but frosting this, on your meat. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna yes! say, you, you as have long as in your I cake? have meat cake. As long as there's cheese on my dick no no and so it's, i don't i don't mind a lot of of the frufru stuff a lot of the big action set pieces as long as there's an actual main through line whether it's characters or plot or themes we just came off of the captain america winter soldier podcast which had a good even amount and of both and so much inspiration from from just cinema in general you know and such such a love for it and yeah rather than again just just pure spectacle this one felt a little bit more like a a transformers movie not one of the later ones but i yeah. would compare it to like the the, the first one the first one was a transformers the first transformers was really good otherwise so, the one is more than likely just the only good yeah. one yeah 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 exactly so that's i meant oh, it was I a little bit more like that movie? i like dark of the moon i was no, in terms oh, of live no. action yeah yeah yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, like, the original yeah. the animated yeah. one yeah the it's great it's great i think they're all good cars that transform what i'm just kidding no but yes when do we get to see lightning mcqueen transform yeah i i do see the hints you guys are talking about of this studio heavy plot you start to see the rifts between captain america and iron man there's very obvious characters from the black panther that are introduced there's an in- infinity stone like exposition scene, scene that's yeah. just kind of weird there's like, a ton of them it's yeah, yeah it, it does well, no, just like the, the i'm talking about that scene in general yeah. which comes out of nowhere like well it you just, see like, infinity stones a million well, times and People putting this, it on yeah. gloves, and someone dreaming about even it. Even in the first Avengers, it was more of a standalone movie than this one was. This one felt felt like it was planting a lot of seeds. Thor leaves for the third one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Lee just says, "Hey, I'm gonna go set up something over here." Yeah, and that yeah. was so weird too. And I was telling John, I said, "So much of this is just random, and you don't really pay attention to certain details." But it's like um, when they're like, "Oh, everything on Baron von Strucker has been deleted." Um, let, no, not everything. And they start sifting through files, and they're like, "Let's see who we knew." And Tony's like, "Hey." I I knew that guy and yeah. then suddenly it's claw and he happens to be the person that ultron's meeting with and you don't question why it's just more release of like release the weed and it's just cuts. yeah 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 exactly you know <laughs> well but it is it i felt like that part actually worked though yeah, like in no, my opinion I, I, I really like it's I, it is random because of the sake the sake of they're trying to obviously put comic related yeah comic related stuff. like yeah like you know icons or like comic related um um themes into this into this movie and that at that point yeah i guess in that point it's not so much random as in pandering. It to feels fans. like like it was for like yeah yeah exactly like like no reason or you know but you, like, you're strictly doing it for that flash. But whenever it happened yeah. though, like you know, you roll your eyes before it happens, and then when you see the execution, like that's not that bad. It's like I bad. didn't like the um, or I didn't mind the 
claw introduction scene with right. him and Ultron, and they're, I'm just, you know, I'm just, they're I'm, talking I'm, to each other. I'm, I just think there was a better way of reaching that point rather than just saying, you know, because it was pretty. I guess what I'm saying, what, what you're saying is like it was pretty quick. Whenever that happened, because yeah, like, it's just like it instantly happens. Like, wait, hold on, I do that one. Yeah, tip. Well, think back. To my analogy about this frosting cake. Yeah, uh, frosting meat. We had a lot of meat and we had a lot of frosting in this. It's just ends up being a really big, big, huge movie that has so much going on. And uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. What do, what, what do you think, John? I have more thoughts on it, but um, I actually, I'm running out of breath. In a, I can tell your voice is fluctuating with its tones. <laughs> Uh-oh. I think I just went through a growth spurt. Yeah. <laughs> Your balls just dropped a half another internet. What'd you say? <laughs> um, in rewatching this movie yesterday, um, I think I actually kind of like it. Like, it, which has been the thing, which has been like kind of like a reoccurring theme through all these Marvel movies with rewatching them, yeah, like kind sure. of revisiting them. You kind of yeah, like even Thor: The Dark World. Yeah. We're like, man, that was fun. Yeah, exactly. Think, yeah. Well, because like even Age of Ultron when I first saw it, it was a little weird because it is a lot to take in. Because like there's literally like no breathing room for any of the storylines that are coming out. Like you have to take it and then move on to the next. Think about line. how many countries they visit and how many. Like, well, at the time, I was just missions I was, they're on. I was freaked out by the amount of characters and, and threads they're trying to introduce. Like they're trying to introduce like you know. The the twins and stuff like that, and yeah, that's pretty there cool. Was, there was introduction to technically three new characters, yeah. viable characters. The, then you you, which a little disappointing to me. Like I uh, by the Four end of Winter the Soldier, at the, at the end of the Winter Soldier, like I, I thought, like I was counting the vision. Who I you? thought, um, uh, twins Ultron, Baron Strucker was going to be an actual main villain, and yeah. he was kind of just kind of like disposed in the first act. And yeah, you, and then again, you get the vision and stuff like that. So when I first saw it, it was, it was a lot to take in. And then it's also the most comic booky. I feel like I can probably still say that about this these Avengers movies. It's still the most comic booky Avengers movie out there um, because of all the, the, the crazy shit that happens. And also just the, the, the concept just on paper without having any context. It's just like a bunch of superheroes fight a army of robots. That's still very like cartoony. But it's it's... I I kind of like it now. Like it's it's pretty cool, especially because you see everything that comes afterwards. And again, that that makes the movie better because at the at the time when you saw the movie, you're just like, all right then. Like you like, again, like it, it feels like a Transformers movie because you you sat there for like what two plus hours and you just ingested a whole lot of shit. Like and yeah. it's just like, hmm. Well, you expect in uh, an action movie or in a Marvel movie there to be this insane climax with the heroes fighting. You expect it. But the job, I think, is to make you care about all of the people fighting in that final, final yeah. climax and I, scene. I think we got that at least for at least a, uh, some of them. I don't know about all of them. It's but just like, hard to be even because you have so many characters, and still, of course, you're going to focus more on three or four of them. But that means that you may have less time to focus. You know, on which which was ten such, of them. Which, which was so hard with this whole thing with you know Whedon not really getting his movie because I'm sure he would have done that the same he did with Avengers and. You kind of see that during the final fight. You know, you have the team-ups with Thor and, and uh, Captain America and then uh, Hawkeye and Scarlet Witch. And, you know, you have the team-ups and you kind of get those, you know, blotches. But I think it could have been a lot more if they hadn't, you know, kind of just made it into that, you mm-hmm. know, that studio movie. Yeah. Well, guys, we're going to take our first break a little bit earlier. And then when we come back, we're going to do a full, long dissection of this movie. We come back from this break... <laughs> What? C section? Cool, long C section of this movie. Something, something's going wrong. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to get you under the lights and C section this. Do I need to cut that hair? 
What? Yes, please. <laughs> it's starting to hurt. It's, it's growing. I think it's it's like a boa constrictor. It's it's <laughs> squeezing my leg. Um, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna play our trivia game, and then when we come back, we're gonna talk a ton more about Avengers: uh, uh, Age, Age of, of Ultron, Age of Extinction. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> what is that from? That's from Transformers. Yeah, Damn. You said that's the, <laughs> on the ROTS we have episode. pushed Transformers so yeah, many exactly. times; it doesn't need it. Well, welcome back from that awesome break. I hope you guys agree with whoever How awesome our sponsor that break is, was. and you agree with them that purchasing whatever that product is is the best thing to happen to whatever <laughs> to your every life all of you is like. Um, so we're gonna play our customized Kahoot game. Patented. So here's what happens in our patented trivia game: We are gonna pay for a patent. Yeah, it's pending right now. Don't it's quote me on not that. an American patent. Been pending for like since January, but yeah. like it's a it's a moon patent. Someone on no one on the moon can have what we're doing right now. So I'm going to read a trivia question on your phones. All of our contestants, all of our guests on their phones will be able to answer so you did the question. Purpose. I can't see the. They get more points the faster you answer, um, and the more you answer. John lost last week to Andrew. He's oh, only yeah. lost. Ooh, yeah. He's only lost twice. Time is weird, right? Because like, time yeah, is weird. Shit. John, <laughs> you, made, you made true on your promise. I oh, I wrecked ass. There is a god. Uh, didn't I say? All right, I was gonna wreck ass. So uh, we're gonna get started. And today, Vanna, what are they playing for? A new car. Wow, guys, a new car. Wow. Wait, is it still the Honda that comes from? Wakanda? Are we playing the Honda from Plinko? Wakanda? <laughs> Plinko. All right, here we go. So here's the first question. It you guys can play at home. Kahoot. Kahoot? The first question is, what did the cast and crew do after the first take on James Spader's very first line? They went out to lunch. Did they clap and cheer? Did they boo? Did they imitate him? Or did they laugh? What did the cast and crew do after James Spader said his first line? Damn it. Yeah, I know this one. Oh. Boom. They clapped and cheered. I am, no. Of course, it's James why would, Spader. Why wouldn't someone imitate him? No, I would have. I would have imitated yeah, exactly. him. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then he would have sent you Wait. out. Oh, yeah, you. You're fired. Well, no, like, because here's here's the thing. How big was he compared to the rest of the cast? Like, he had been on The Office and Austin <laughs> Legal. Wait, Office no, was just, better than Chris like Evans had, and like, like physically big. Or yeah, like just just like for me, fat? like just seeing this guy <laughs> and like hearing his 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 take on Ultron. Yeah, like so everybody was just like. Oh my god! And just yeah, and just like, I don't know yeah. if it was that. It wasn't it that initial like literal introduction where he's just like all broken and messed up. Maybe like what if that it was? scene in particular? If that was done first, I would get why people. That's why I yeah. guess clapped and cheered because that, that was pretty actually, menacing that, and intense. Yeah, if it was that's the first scene, scene actually. The, yeah, that when it when obviously when he's revealed like to the zombie, twins, like a zombie Iron Man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, oh that's of, right. Yeah, that's what he's talking about. Oh yeah, true. Because that seems actually a great yeah, that scene. that is a good like, one. I would cool. clap at you in that. That would terrify me, too. Well, this is Joss. Joss Whedon only chose him to play the role, I think. He didn't have any backup. Anybody else, yeah. He said, James Spader, you're my guy. Or no one. Well, let's see who won. It's kind of crazy, though, because I can only imagine James Spader actually talking as Ultron now. Like, every time I think of an Ultron voice, I think of James Spader now. So, so Andrew A. Nasty is winning I, AFL that's not me. movie film. A. Nasty's not me this year. You're oh, not? this week? Yeah, it yeah. is. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I will say this though, his his whole uh, no strings on me line still gives me. That's chills. still pretty cool. It's, yeah, like, ripped like, it off from Pinocchio. It's just the other stuff, like where he's like, "Children, uh, uh, that's the word," or like you know, um, I can't physically throw up in my mouth, but like just like you know, Tony Stark esque lines yeah. like that, and maybe it's just because like. It'd be interesting. I know a little bit of what Ultron should sound like, but that's just me being a fanboy. You know what would like, be interesting is to find out, John. I don't know how many researchers you have working for you. Okay. Find out if those all of that was written or if he just kind of spatered some of that. that makes, I mean, it must be expensive to animate your improv, you know, and make you're like, oh, shit, <laughs> he just made another line. You get $10 million more million to, to, to animate that. To True. animate that mouth. But it'd be interesting to see if they gave him a lot of freedom to just be, to just be real that would be interesting. Snarky. Be pretty cool. Considering yeah. the budget, they probably said, well, this is James Spader. We do whatever. Just do yeah. what you got to do. All right, here we go. Half the budget. Next question. The film has over 3,000 visual effects shots, the most for any Marvel film, which is, which is second with 2,700 shots. So the second movie to have the most effects is Iron Man 3, Thor The Dark World, Guardians of the Galaxy, or Captain America Winter Soldier. I feel like that's pretty. Yeah. yeah. I don't know I, this one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. Guardians of the Galaxy had uh, about 250 shots less than this movie, but still, the whole movie set in a bunch of different places. I was about Just to say, I was like, Guardians, CG, Guardians right. like, yeah, is in space, so that, that had to yeah. have been yeah. there. Boom. Um, oh, wow. Anthony's moving Anthony, ahead. moving up on oh, top. Wow. <laughs> How's the view from the mountain? <laughs> it's kind of scary, and the air is really yeah. light up here. Yeah, you're going down. So <laughs> well, don't worry. You're going to get a car pretty soon. Yeah. You can ride down. Don't worry. The okay. only way you can go is down. <laughs> just yeah. yeah. Ultron is considered a dark version of which Disney character? Oh, I... The brave, oh, that's all easy. The brave little toaster, Dumbo, see. Jafar, or Pinocchio. No, I couldn't see because your mic's in the way. You all got it My right. My mic was in the way, yeah, and I couldn't see you either. You guys kind of gave it away in the beginning. He's got a streak. Yeah, oh, yeah we gotta stop the, the no string. string. Which is actually that part was the was the trailer when it first came out, which yeah. is like the no strings. On Lucky me. that Disney owns them, right, and lets them play that. Yeah, song. exactly. Yeah, yeah that's for the real. Thing. They what literally you... do play like a very small clip of the actual. Yeah, they song. Do. the background. Yeah. 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 So what if they chose like, like, uh, like cross promotion? Like, 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 ladies and gentlemen, like piano. Geppetto, <laughs> just Robin Robin Williams. Or what if they? What if they chose another Disney song like Brave New Brave New World? That's not a thing. Oh, no. Hold the world. Brave, Brave New World. New world. That's <laughs> a book. That's, that should not be a Disney. A Disney property. version of Brave New World. Yeah, wow, I want to see that. John Favreau, get on it. Oh boy. Um, because Scarlett Johansson was pregnant during filming, how many stunt doubles were hired? Oh, oh I think no. I know this one. One, two, three, or ten? Um, oh man, I no, I, no. I slipped. I didn't mean to pick that one. Oh, oh, I did shit. it by accident. Three. Yeah. I could have swore ten because I was like, a lot of people uh, on big budget no, movies I, like I, have a lot of stunt I doubles. Did this one. They hired yeah. three uh, stunt doubles. Did um, you answer correctly? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> pretty insane. Pretty, pretty. I was trying to pick ten. Yeah. Cool. How crazy is that to be her uh, child and be like, oh, you were pregnant with me in, during the Avengers movie? Look, there I am. <laughs> I know. Like, I'm in this movie. You know, her signature move is to run towards someone. <laughs> you keep saying this. Yeah, I <laughs> know. Like, Another motif. <laughs> you guys know her move, right? Wrap the, her legs around oh, her. You, you actually spin named around. it. Yeah. I did. Yeah. The Hurricanrana. It's a Hurricanrana, which yeah. is a wrestling move. Yeah. yeah. Watch uh, fake wrestling. Andrew. And you'll find out. Andrew, you are super close to Anthony, who is our number hey, one. We are so close. Hey, uh, actually, Clay's not that far behind either. But John is last place. What the fuck? This but is John, you're far behind. Yeah, like... Question number five. Who really wanted to fight Iron Man in this movie? Which actor? Was it Hugh Jackman, Daniel Craig, Patrick Stewart, or Ron Perlman? Oh, I know that one. 
Oh man, what? No Which of these actors wanted to fight Iron Man in the film? Hugh Jackman, Daniel Craig, Patrick Stewart, uh, or Ron Perlman? Hugh Jackman, he wanted his Wolverine character yeah. to fight Iron so, Man. Yeah, that was around the time where this is like peak. I mean, I guess we're still at peak Marvel Studios, yeah. but well, yeah. and around did, the time uh, Hugh Jackman was going around saying like, "I want to join the Avengers" because like I think if we mix it up with Robert Downey Jr., well, and really I'm, kick I'm his sure ass. that yeah. like, at this point people thought it was possible because they're like, "Whoa, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch in this one." That's but true. Then you, yeah, you, end up, you end up finding out the that they butchered for it. Me, I, I had uh, questions with some friends. You know, Quicksilver and, and Scarlet Witch—they're technically mutants. Those those are correct. X-Men. You know what's going Magneto's on. Magneto's children. And so I had to dive dive in deep with with kind of the legal rights of these characters. And there's a chart out there that kind of shares everything. But uh, of course, Marvel has like the written rights for comics and stuff. But apparently, Fox only holds partial rights as yeah. far as like correct the uh, character names. So you actually, uh, well, yeah. Right, Fox owns partial rights to the name. Something stuff. like that. That's why, like, I think um, that's, that's why they they never called the mutants in this movie. Right. They called them by their just enhanced by their names. Yeah. yeah. Well, the thing is also too, like, I think their names are modified on the Fox side. Um, it's not Pietro Maximoff; it's Peter Maximoff and stuff like that. They're just kind mm-hmm. of they're a little bit little modified. tiny legal things. Little, little, the Quicksilver piece. from, in this case, if we're going to be comparing, the Quicksilver from the Fox. Foxman franchise is a little bit superior to the. I agree to the Quicksilver. They were both in Kickass. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Only because only because Fox doesn't have bullets inside of him. Also, yeah. That Spoiler too, alert! The, the, <laughs> I think the aesthetic. If we want to talk about Quicksilver for a bit, the aesthetic in Age of Ultron is closer to what Quicksilver looks like in the comics, and I think his speed is a little bit. Um, you know, I think matched in that comics too because he's not. I mean, in the X Men franchise, he's like the Flash. Like he. Stops for a second and he's walking around. Yeah. That's not Quicksilver. Quicksilver can't run that fast. Yeah, but like it is. I think Andrew mentioned it when we were watching Age of Ultron again. That he leaves that little white streak, that, that silver, silver streak, streak, which is that's what that's yeah. Where that's he's like you know he's running around and that's that that's pretty cool because he's not technically. I think Whedon says it too. He's not. He's as fast or almost as fast as a bullet. Mm-hmm. Which is like you know almost Which like a it's like a grounded when you think about it now. yeah it's like a grounded version of super speed like it's not giving you flash you know like plow said actual powers. moment with the bullet where he just looks upwards and he's just like oh yeah there and it sees is, it right yeah. there yeah and then it's over like immediately because <laughs> yeah. he just like loses it yeah so that's I think that's pretty cool and um, more more about Fox and Disney later on in the trivia. Uh, game. Oh really? Oh yeah. shit! He's like, stop talking. Stop talking. Oh, You've already given three. But I will say <laughs> about this question though. If I was thinking of two actors who epitomized Marvel, Marvel. movies, it would probably be Hugh Jackman totally right. as Wolverine yeah. and Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. They are the, they're the Wesley two Snipes Blade as Blade. Yo, you're totally right. As 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 you, yeah. Toby Maguire, <laughs> uh, Spider Man. Uh, Toby uh, McGuire, uh, Human Torch, Chris Evans, Michael B. Jordan, man. Oh, oh. Uh, Human Torch, Fanboy Clay, you're it's coming up race. from the rear. Like, coming up from the rear, Fanboy Clay came all the way up the rear. Question number six: What was one original storyline from the create for the creation of Ultron? How was he created? Was he a, Ch- a Chitari technology run amok? Was he in the mind the mind of Red Skull? Was he created by the government to kill the Avengers, or is he the man a, a Mandarin invention? Did you make this question up? No, this is real. So, what was one of the original storylines for the creation of Ultron? Ooh, I really I fucked up reading things. those answers, though. Yeah. Oh, I didn't oh, answer. Yeah. Who got it right? I got it right. Nice, but that was Anthony. a straight-up guess. Though. I accidentally mm. didn't answer. Well, uh, I, didn't I, I almost timer. chose that one. So, in the original... That was a little far-fetched for me. Damn, that's he crazy. Was, he was an AI that was created by the U.S. government 
um, to just keep the Avengers in check. on check, and he just wanted to end up killing them. Crazy. Not a bad, but I. It's thematically very close to uh, Captain America's. I was gonna say, I, whole I, vibe. I feel like that would have helped with the Civil War aspect. Yeah, of, totally of right. Yeah. So that's probably why they. They, book, they bookmarked it for later. All right, it's getting closer. It's, it's getting, getting closer. closer. Getting closer. Closer. How many views did the trailer receive on YouTube in the first 24 hours? Yeah, I don't know the number. Of the 10 shit, million, 100 million, 34 million, or 50 million? How many views did the I'm trailer receive on YouTube? I, like I don't know this one. Oh, I did it. Everyone, we all look. It's so even. It's so even out. That's statistics. Yeah, statistics. Boom. Andrew got 34 million views in the first 24 hours. It was one of the highest watched. Or highest downloaded. Guess who's in for first now, place, Ward, baby? Yeah. Crap out of that thing. 34 million people. Oh, man. Infinity Ward. Oh. Uh, nasty's now on top. What film inspired Joss Whedon's version of this Avengers? Oh, that's easy. Was it The Godfather 2, All the President's Men, Contact, or The Searchers? What uh, film inspired hey, this movie? I guessed, and I remembered. Yes. The Godfather 2. Why did he pick that? I know that John. Press Contact? Oh. I, I panicked, and I oh, pushed okay. the wrong spot. It was him and Clay, yes. So Godfather 2 was... Me and um, you picked the, wrong, the right one, John. <laughs> what are you doing? It's statistics again. I was just wondering. I was like, Contact? I don't actually don't know that movie, so I was about to pick it. I like Contact. It's Carl Sagan's flick. It's oh, a good movie. Nah, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, it's an insane movie. <laughs> Jodie Foster. There's even oh, religion yeah, in it. Oh, yeah, I do remember that yeah. movie. That would have been it's nice. It's such a tiny... Well, well, the, uh, there's a Rick and Morty episode on to it. Be, yeah, to, no, to I be remember completely honest, Contact. Like, the religion aspect, I kind of... Overthought it a little too much in that yeah. short amount of time. Here we go. Was what I kind of thought just because of yeah. the way Ultron thinks with everything else. That's yeah. true. Yeah, that's actually was, really cool. was really the reason why I thought that. Of yeah, that, that, that's, that's that's why, why I guys, guessed. Yeah, that's contact was a, contact was a <laughs> good. My bad. Movie. Sorry, I wasn't meaning. I was just saying like. <laughs> I know you. Gotta, <laughs> my bad. I felt judged. John, John was like, oh, okay, my bad, <laughs> guys. Sorry. <laughs> I know. Contact is like driving at in a school zone and then suddenly going 100 miles an hour in the last 15 minutes. Yeah. That's, yeah. The contact movie. How long is the school zones? 15 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Godfather 2, he chose that movie because he in, in that movie, you had the same characters. Obviously, years had passed between all of them being together, but they picked up right where they left off, and there was the same kind of chemistry between all the different groups. Yeah, every time someone dies in this movie, there's a bunch of oranges on the floor. Yeah. Same thing as... Well, Godfather 2 Godfather. may be the best sequel ever of all time. It's really yeah, good. This it's is really unfortunate good. that this one is... <laughs> yeah. Ain't nasty. You're pulling away. I am pulling out and pulling away. You hear this that, a really ladies? Close game. We're all like at three thousand. Which actress? Bad. Which actress did not audition for the role of Scarlet Witch? Did not audition. Was it Lindsay Lohan, Source Ronan, Mila Kunis, or Jennifer Lawrence? I don't know this one either. Which I actress don't. did not audition for the role John of Scarlet knows. Witch? John already picked. He I knows. Jennifer right. Lawrence. Holy didn't. shit! Wow, oh, really? Yeah. Lindsay Lohan auditioned for the role Mila of Scarlet Witch. Mila Kunis would have been dope. That, that makes sense because she was already in a superhero movie. Oh, it's Scarlet Witch? I thought we were talking about Black Widow. No oh, wonder. Uh, yeah. Okay. Source Ronan uh, from Lady Bird, you right? Yeah, Lady Bird? Yeah. And then Mila Kunis. But yeah, Jennifer Lawrence did not audition. That's funny. None of us got that one. That's crazy. That's crazy. Can you but imagine? It, I find, like, it immediately hit me. Oh, wait, I always she was thought, already like, in a superhero movie. Well, the thing is, like, Lindsay Lohan, like, I just... That was like yeah. my well, right immediate right, thought. Right now, like, she doesn't have work, John. Dude, Lindsay Lohan <laughs> has tried to because she's, I mean, she sees that superhero movies are working. That's yeah. why she was pushing for Batgirl, Mean Girls too. Yeah, uh, for so long, for, and then immediately after Joss Whedon. Sad fact is, she was it, not she even in Mean Girls shut too. Up since. Yeah, uh, Mean Girls is kind of a superhero. Guess who's movie? still on top? Why baby? did 200 cities in Germany boycott the release of this film? 
Did they boycott it because of similarities between Germany and Sokovia? The lack of German actors in Marvel movies, a 6% raise in studio showing fees, or too many mistakes in the translation? Why did 200 cities in Germany boycott this movie? Uh, You guys know this. No, no one got it again. Oh, dang. Yeah. (laughs) A 6% raise in showing fees. So Disney, but when this movie came out, Disney raised the rates of how much theaters had to pay per screen because they knew it was going to make a ton of money, money in the first That's uh, crazy couple days. Uh, it's, it, it's weird how Disney's been doing that lately. Because um, I guess this was one of the first ones they did it. But they also... Did it for Star Wars. They did it for Star, yeah. they did it for Star Wars, but not only that, they, uh, they for each, I guess, uh, company of, of theaters, they required that Star Wars be in a certain amount of theaters in that theater. Mm-hmm. Like, mm. uh, so. Yeah, and then some, some theaters flat out just, re- like some small town theaters just flat out refused to show it. So, yeah, they lost out Which, on that money. Wow. You missed out. It's kind of shitty for those people who live in that small town. <laughs> yeah. Because like, then they, they got to drive an hour yeah, to exactly, their to nearest, somewhere bigger else. city yeah. of some kind just to get to, to see it. Wait, local IMAX theater Can everyone Dallas? drive to New York City? <laughs> uh, Andrew's still number one. Andrew's number one. What word did Doctor Banner uh, did? What word did Doctor Banner mistake Wakanda for? Did he say Wacky Wanda, Wakanda Land, Wakanada, or Wakanaway? What word did Doctor Banner use instead of Wakanda? And this is gonna actually open a really interesting conversation. Yeah, Wakanada. Wakanada yeah. forever. Wakanda was in that this movie. That was in the very beginning of the movie, right? No, yeah. yeah. Wakanda, Wakanda was uh, was in this movie, and it's weird watching it now after Black Panther and being like, "Oh my gosh, yeah. look at all this! It's so much of it is in this movie that was happened like three or four years Boom, ago." Planting them seeds, planting those seeds, baby. Which is really cool, yeah, because you do get that. I mean, as far as like how random what Andrew said, like that scene is, even though I don't think it's too too random. It's really. Random. I do like that. Um, I I think Claw is a little bit less crazy in this movie than he is. Has anyone? Has oh, yeah. seen Black? He's still trying to find out. Spoilers. Like the, yeah, considering what Ultron did, I'm pretty sure you'll go nuts after you That's have true. to tell everybody. I guess you're right. Oh, giant robot just Chopped slashed arm. my yeah. arm off. So gotta live with that. All his people. sanity was in his left arm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone. So it looks like Andrew, you've got to you've got to get at least two questions wrong, and somebody needs to get two questions right. And they'll be back in it, baby. Or I can just kick you out. Actually. Yeah, kick me out. Sorry. Yep. No, no, no. I was like, no, wait. Whoa. Wait. You still have like six who did, questions. Who did Joss Whedon want to cameo at the Avengers training facility uh, at the uh, end? Did he want Spider-Man, Captain Marvel, Ant-Man, or Black Panther to come out at the I end of I already know movie? Joss Whedon, so it's our, I think, I, hopefully I got it right. Spider-Man, Captain Marvel, Ant-Man, Black Panther. They were supposed to be a part of that last scene when he's like, Avengers, assemble. Two right answers, and you all got it right. Spider-Man? Spider-Man yeah. and Captain Marvel. I know that Captain Marvel, because the actual template of Scarlet Witch flying down, that was supposed to be Captain Marvel's template, yeah. like a special effect for Captain Marvel flying down. Yeah. But Marvel had Damn. no plans to release that movie well, afterwards, the, the, so they're yeah, just kind of like... Yeah. The reason why, and Kevin swears about it with Iron Man 2, that like the whole little kid that Iron Man saves... With the Iron Man mask, Spider-Man, right. was was Peter Parker when he was a kid. Correct. So Kevin is a big fan of Spider Man. It's one of his babies. Whenever it comes to bringing him into the MCU, yeah, Kevin. So yeah. as soon as I saw Spider Man, I was like, oh, it's yeah. um, first name basis. But also the question was Joss Whedon. Well, yeah. So uh, <laughs> oh, really? Oh, okay. Well, 
But no, that's I, I, good I though. I thought it was, it was. No, but you're right you know, though. A little that's, bit of persuasion. I, on yeah, it. I'm sure. Yeah, they, they just required the rights, and they thought, well, shit, we gotta get. You know, we just got these rights. We can oh, put it yeah, in. But we it, didn't know it yet. But they. Had yeah, we didn't, know. They we, did. we, no don't, we didn't know. We didn't. know We don't know. We don't. Figgy Fajay, how do you say it? If I, I'm kidding. <laughs> the F is silent. Well, nothing has changed. Andrew may win a second in a row. Don't Andrew, fucking jinx me, bro. <laughs> Andrew may. Why be, did you do this to me? Andrew may be the new John. John was last at one point. Here's another question. Stan Lee said that this about Age of Ultron. Did he say, Stan Lee, did he say it was his favorite cameo ever? He didn't understand half of the movie. He wished he could be Ultron, or he thought it was the best Marvel movie ever. What did Stan <laughs> Lee guess. say about this movie? Yeah, yeah shit. No. Is that what, it was? <laughs> literally Dang had it. different acts. It was yeah. his, it's his favorite cameo ever. Let's talk about his cameo. <laughs> He, he is, uh, plays a World War II veteran. Yeah. His cameo is actually pretty funny. In this it is. One. It's, yeah. it's probably the best because, and I think I think one it was probably his favorite because he actually got to say his Excelsior. I don't know if you guys remember this. We went to the Comic Con before this movie came out, and he said that that the that this was his favorite cameo. I don't remember. He says that about every fucking movie. I believe him. Hence why I thought it was because it was the best movie ever. I believe the (laughs) women. Well, no, like, just just seeing how much fun he was having in the actual scene. Yeah. Instead of him just being, like, a guy that's just like, oh, I'm here. He He drinks. He he drinks a thousand-year-old whatever that stuff is. Uh, uh, Yeah, Thor's little thing, yeah. That's Mascato. why. Thought, oh, this has got to be his favorite one because he. I guess he interacted a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, with him. And he also, also. He looks like he's one of Captain America's old war buddies. That's yeah. what it's implied. Yeah, one of the Howling Commandos. And he is a, a veteran. <laughs> he did. He was a World War II soldier in real in real life too. Yeah. So it was him. It's actually insane. He was a World War II soldier who drew cartoons for the United States Army. Damn. It was him, Frank Capra, the filmmaker. It was just the the best artist like it's alive. The, it's just the best. Um, they were all uh, a part of it. Yeah, Google, the Google. Yeah. They made propa- They made propaganda. <laughs> cool. Wow, fanboy Clay, you're on a hot streak, three in a row, getting hot. Well, I was on a four in a row, and I didn't even say anything. Hey, you know what? Pick I'm your butt. Special. Which Marvel medal technically belongs to Fox? So, which of these medals we talked about? Fox rights? Is it vibranium, adamantium, uru, or aluminum? <laughs> <laughs> it's aluminum. Adamantium. Aluminium. As a matter of fact, Disney had a, had a hard time. They weren't even allowed to say the word adamantium, even though they wanted to include it for some reason well, in this movie. I, isn't that what it's called in the comics? Isn't it vibranium adamantium? Like, isn't that, or is it no, two different no, things? There are two different things. Right. They, they, they are two in the same. Right. Uh, apparently, the way it goes in the comics. Because his shield, Captain America's shield is both vibranium and adamantium. That's mm-hmm. the undestructible quality yeah. of it, is the adamantium part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the vibranium is the. A the, shock absorbent. The, Cosmic, yeah, you know, and adamantium. What they didn't they make those things out of them in the X Men movies? The claws, claws. claws. yeah, yeah, yes, just those things. His body, yeah, his his real claws. Didn't they make Wolverine out of that that metal? That thing, guys. We're headed towards a movie where they can just say all these metals however many times they want. They can say whatever the fuck. That's going to be a great day for uh, uh, geologists, (laughs) fake (laughs) geologists, fake geologists. So, question 15. Which corporate brands paid to be featured oh, in this shit. movie? Did, was it Gillette Razors, Audi, 
Harley Davidson or Samsung Galaxy S6? Which of these brands? Oh, damn, I messed up. Which of these brands were featured in the movie? And who paid? All these people paid to be in this Avengers movie. You said all these people, there's multiple right answers. That's right, it's all of them. All of these companies Damn paid it. to be in this movie. I got it. When did the Gillette Razor show up? Someone's shaving, I guess? Uh, like Gillette Razor. No, no, they're in uh, 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 Hawkeye. Uh, Hawkeye's. Hawk- yeah, Hawkeye is yeah, shaving. Hawkeye so, okay. shaves with the Gillette Razor, and also Hawkeye has a sign that says Gillette Razor in his garage. Really? It's I the didn't see that. One. Wow. Didn't but, even see that. But the, the, the really I saw big it. Thing yeah, but what did you buy movies, right after the movie? The, the Gillette really Razor. The thing about these movies is that Iron Man always has the next generation up of phones. Yeah. Uh, and all of his like, there's uh, even in the Avengers movie where he has, I think it was this Avengers movie, he has a phone that basically looks transparent. Yeah, and he does like that. He yeah. throws out like you that know. is an a- that's a real working phone that they made especially for this movie. <coughs> wow, yeah. it has Jarvis on it, and I, I'm sure you guys saw all the Audis. Yeah. They're lined up outside of the Avengers facility. They drive one through Sokovia <laughs> instead of run. Um, yeah, Harley Davidson is obviously the Black Widow. Suit. Black Widow has one, and then of course Black Widow at the very end of the movie very plainly makes a phone call with a Samsung Galaxy. Yeah, uh, S6. She calls it yeah. Quinjet like, at the right? camera. Yeah. Guess that, you're not fans of Apple though. You know, mm-hmm. well, you know, Apple doesn't uh, pay to be in movies. <laughs> They're just like we're too good for this. They're asked we're to be good. in movies. God, A- what if Apple didn't want to be in the Steve <laughs> well, Jobs Apple, movie? <laughs> well, I was gonna say Apple technically has tried to buy out Disney, so I'm sure that's probably oh, that, that's can. gotta be it right there. All right, so Andrew, you're still leading. I don't know how many questions are left. Two more. The sound effect for Vision using the Infinity Stone is the same sound effect as what? The cycles in Tron, the first Iron Man suit. Ray's blaster in Star Wars or pistols in Blade Runner 2049. God damn it, I have to think. Uh, This is a good one. I'm going to guess. It's a recycled sound effect whenever Vision uses the Infinity Stone. It's the same as one of these from his movies. It's probably. I'm going to give this one. Oh, son of a bitch. Hey, guess who did it, baby? Guess who did it? It was Andrew. It was me. I was going to put in parentheses a Skywalker sound, but that would have just given it away. There goes Clay's hot streak. For real, gosh. It's the same exact noise. Yeah, me too. I was like, I thought literally. That would have been the worst. It would have just sounded like Daft Punk coming out of his forehead. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Up all night. (laughs) Yeah. With up all night to the sun. Speaking of Tron, (laughs) uh, Black Widow's uh, her her suit was uh, designed with Tron in mind. If you guys notice, all the blue. Light up I thought stuff. that was like I think this design of her in terms of a suit was like the best because that just added something yeah like for her to stand out compared to just that glowy she like, electric effect yeah she like, looked more just, like a hero cool. it was real tight okay <laughs> I wasn't gonna be shallow but sure yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. that also helped real yeah. tight uh, she's pregnant perverts <laughs> oh look I think uh, this, All right. is, this is the second time I broke ten thousand what was the secret title for this film what was the secret title was it the foreigners reassembled after party or avenged again <sighs> Clay looked at my answer I saw him <laughs> Clay no, I feel I feel uh, like okay. he, I, I told you he copied me after party, that was the name of the movie. Did you really? No. Okay. I was the only one that got it wrong. wrong? Yes. Like, yeah. I was like, the foreigners, I feel like that's really racist. Oh, okay. <laughs> Why? <laughs> They're foreigners. <laughs> Last question. How much money did Robert Downey Jr. make from this one Too movie? All of it. Too much. $10 million, $25 million, $80 million, or uh, I picked the wrong one. Dollars. I don't know. You just have to pick the highest one. How much yeah. money did Robert Downey Jr. make for this what movie? What the fuck? God, I yeah. told you. I, said you said, I accidentally picked the yeah, wrong one. Yeah, I thought one. that was a farce. Like, no. I didn't know. Shit. Guys, it's after... That's half the budget. 
Robert Downey Jr. got percentage of box office because he didn't have to be in this movie. He was only contracted for three yeah, for movies. Iron Man 3, yeah. Iron Man 3 was when his contract ran and out. so he literally said, no, I don't want to be in we this movie. We all got it wrong. And, and guess what that means? Oh, boy. That you're the new Two Robert weeks Downey in Jr. A row, hot streak on the hot streak. Andrew got 12 out of the 18 questions, and he won the vehicle today. Vanna, what did he win? A new car. Wow. And guess what? I'm going to let you take Vanna home. Vanna, is that cool with you? No. Vanna. Vanna. <laughs> Vanna. No. Come on, Vanna. We love you, Vanna. What happened to your voice, Vanna? No. We're going to go to a break. Vanna's voice is deeper than me, and I'm going through puberty. Um, we'll, we'll go on a break. We'll be right back with more Avengers Age of Extinction. No. <laughs> <laughs> gotta tell you i after that commercial i bought five whatever that was <laughs> five subscriptions to audible blind faith right there man yeah it's just insane i could listen to five books at once and i don't know what they're saying but it feels like i have friends anyways we're back we're talking about age of ultron during the break anthony asked a really good question and so i i put tape over his mouth and i said you wait until we're recording again. <laughs> so now I'm going to slowly, sensually take some of the tape off. Sensually. Just rip it off. Just no, 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 no. We have to lengthen this out. So everyone, if everyone can just, everyone put a finger. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Anthony, ask that super great question. Because we talked about how cluttered this movie is. Yeah, yeah, it, it's uh, like we briefly all mentioned. Yeah, there was a lot of the studio stuff cluttered into this movie. But my question was like, like, is this movie more cluttered than Iron Man two? Because that was the biggest complaint everybody had about that film when that came out. Mm -hmm. The Marvel universe was just revving up. Iron Man was a big surprise hit. Iron Man two was highly anticipated, and when it came out, everyone was just like, "Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. is great, but everything else with is this like weird, a Shield yeah. movie? What, what, what's going on here?" Set up for Avengers, all these little like uh, little nods of like um, that were like bluntly ridiculously forced in, like Tony making Captain America's like newer shield or something, whatever that was in the background. All those little Easter eggs everyone pointed out for years, and yeah, to me honestly, it's yeah, it's an interesting question and a, and a thought to have about both of these. It's one of the weirdest parts of of the movies leading up to Avengers because I always think Avengers are the the end of the lead up. Um, but I mean, I don't know. With Marvel, they, it just doesn't stop. So Seems I like think of bigger lead ups. Yeah, now. yeah. Because I, I think of uh, all of the movies before Avengers as um, pushing the narrative forward to where we need this climactic Avengers movie. It's it's kind of odd in a way because there isn't much build up to Ultron, other than Hydra, I guess, found him or or has the technology. Um, but there's no direct reference of Ultron really in any of the other movies leading up to it. Not like the uh, mega lead up of Infinity Stones, which is in every single mm -hmm. yeah. Marvel thought. 
It's even one in this one, actually, too. Which yeah, is kind well, of, but yeah. even, like, to this point, like, the only reference we have would be Avengers. And with that was the Infinity Stone that we all thought was, of course, the Cosmic Cube. Mm-hmm. We got that in other movies. This one, like you were saying, there there was no lead-up. There was It was just, it was, bam, Age of Ultron. Right. Um, I don't know. To go back to, like, uh, I want to touch upon that, you know, in answering, uh, you know, or kind of touching on Anthony's original question. I feel like they're both... Con, you know, they're both a little cluttered. I think the Age of Ultron is a little more enjoyable than Iron Man 2 was because I think Iron Man 2, we even said it on the podcast, it was kind of like an experiment. I mean, they kind of just gotten big with Iron Man, so they kind of want to test the waters and see what's, you know, what's going to work. Should we just build up to the Avengers like on, on these movies or should we make a good cohesive storyline? And I think they kind of fell somewhere in between with that. Like they kind of botched both aspects of that with Iron Man 2. With Age of Ultron, I just felt like. Um, I guess well, what am I trying to feel with this one? This one's like it just—it was a lot at once. Like it was—it wasn't kind of an experiment thing, but I guess they were trying to also set up the future as well with what these types of like you know, with the MacGuffins, the Infinity Stones. Um, because to me it felt really shoehorned in that Infinity Stone part. Because you do—the only reason I say that—and I can literally trace it to a single image—is that you show every single Infinity Stone, including the Power Stone, which these guys have no idea exists yeah exists but you still see it on screen in the same orb that you see it in guardians of the galaxy right which is kind of weird to me like that to me is when this infinity stone storyline is shoehorned in obviously there's an actual infinity stone in the movie that powers the vision and stuff like that and that's pretty cool but like in actually trying to do exposition and showing like what's coming in this in this third uh, avengers movie was a little to is me it, is a little botched do you think that diminishes ultron as a villain because since they're talking about stones throughout the movie, almost you're thinking like, oh, yeah. there's something much bigger. Oh, wait, they have to kill this Ultron guy. Almost, though, because it almost seems like Ultron thing. is like a, a puppet. like it, it, Or at least with that I scene, there's the intention. No oh, great. Oh, oh God damn it. I didn't even you notice I was making that. You pushed the, you push the, the press here button on Andrew. <laughs> I didn't notice I, I made that connection. It but doesn't turn off. No you just got to take the batteries out. But I say, I mean, what do you guys think? I, I think that possibly, because you do get that scene where you know it shows all the, all the stones, and then you're just like, oh, this is a bigger picture moment here. And then it's quickly closed. And they're just like, well, we deal with Ultron. Yeah, Ultron. exactly. Yeah. I, I think that was used just straight up to get people talking about them to, them stones to, to, to talking them stones? about you know what is coming next to understand because just just for a split second imagine the movie without that better and then, movie and then <laughs> kind of and then you have you, you have a villain that immediately gets killed and there's no lead up to anything else so uh, at that point what? people are thinking Oh, well, this After is credits. the very end of all the Avengers movies. Yeah. Like, well, and we, we know like it should be like that at the very end of each Avengers movie. Well, they movie find though, one so. stone. Right? Or, no, no, uh, uh, Vision has one stone yeah, in his head. Yeah, he has one stone in his head. And so then, that could have been, you know. Right, oh. and also you get the, I mean, we'll talk about it, obviously, in the After Credits scene, but... That you get a been, random. That should have been all unique. Well, because the first one, in the first one, it was, yeah. I was like, also, you see Thanos with a glove, so. and he says something. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> and it is random. It is compl- like that. That part no, is random, but it was see, random in the first see, one too. Kind of. I feel. I feel like that should have been. You're right. That should have been the only thing. Like, yeah. The whole explanation of stones wasn't needed because they already had planned this after credit scene. Right. So that. I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's yeah, just, yeah, I get It feels you. weird. What do you think, Anthony? Um, yeah, when it comes to the after credit stuff in general, like, 
Yeah, it was a little random and like much like it's it's all just random and I think that's where like just the cluttered feeling that we have with this movie that's where yeah like, the Infinity Stones were arguably the most just like random bits and pieces that just kept flowing in and out of the movie mm-hmm. oh yeah then we got Ultron to kill but but that Infinity Stone though we got to talk about this for yeah a exactly oh then Ultron again yeah we got to stop that guy right okay let's get back to it yeah and so it's just kind of going a lot of back and forth back and forth so. Yeah, arguably the most forced part of the movie. The, yeah, the, the only... I mean, that's also, like... Because Thor actually mentions it and says Infinity Stones at one point. You're just kind of like, where did you learn that? I guess he learned that in his cave thing, but we yeah. also saw a deleted scene where he goes into the cave and he gets possessed he by get, these Norse, like, demons, Yeah, which is pretty crazy. And they don't mention these stones by name, but they say it's one of the six, the infinite the six. Infinite six. And I was like, that it. sounds pretty cool because that's vague. And no one knows what they're called yet. But they know that they're but, six. No, but we also learned in Dark World about the stones. They say the we, word. They, 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 the they, they, use, they use relics. The other relics come across as stones. And then they, the after credits scene says the infinity stones in general. Right. Which is, yeah, I guess you're right, like with that one. But I just felt like the, yeah. the only the reason. The after credit had nothing to do with Thor. Yeah. Like his character. But in the scene in Dark World. Uh, you know, he uh, o- Odin is talking to Thor and to Jane Foster. Yeah, and he does so, say the other relics right, have been in stones. Right, yeah, yeah but the thing is, like, to me, the weird part is like having Thor kind of just sprout that out here. He's like, "Hey, let me teach the rest of you what's coming." Yeah, he's like one of the, and then he also says at one point, "There's a line." He's like, "These are this is the third Infinity Stone that's been unearthed." Right. In the last couple of years, and I'm just thinking, like the third. How did he know that the Guardians got a hold of the other one? Yeah, it's because it's kind of. I mean, because of again, you know, but, you know. But also, and this is you know all coming up as that cl- cluttered studio, you know, messing with the messing with the movie. But you have to remember that Odin is the king of the realms. Mm-hmm. So of, yeah. the so nine realms of the nine realms. So he knows everything that's going on. Right. So that's probably where Thor learned about the Guardians and of the that, Galaxy. That'd be pretty cool. I mean, that's, that's I think that's it was just awesome. through that. It, it, it needs I don't know. In the scene that I saw, yeah. he didn't know who they were. <laughs> oh, that, in, in, in Infinity War. Surprise. Yeah, true. Nice. Oh, that's oh, true. Oh, yeah. That, wait, that end credit scene, though, where his two of those warriors of Thor, his friends, right, yeah, the yeah, collector, yeah, Volstag and yeah. You know, so there, there, maybe there was information exchanged. Right. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, but, I think yeah. he mostly got it from that vision, to be honest with you. The one that he has where uh, he gets possessed or whatever. Scene, man, the one that wasn't even there. That's awesome. Yeah, The deleted scene is actually really cool, the though, because it shows yeah. it has Chris Hemsworth actually doing a different voice and everything, and, and he's yeah. like, yeah, he's, but he's, trying to he's possessed. Yeah, possessed by these. What happens in this scene is basically what I'm going to go ahead and just describe it. Thor is getting into a lake called the Norn Cave. And apparently the Norn are some sort of like weird Norse. I'm not really. I mean, obviously, if you guys look it up, you probably have more information than I than I do. But right. Google hentai. Wait, 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 wait. That, <laughs> that part of the scene, that scene was actually put into a trailer. It was put into the trailer, right. and it was actually put into the movie, but a very abridged scene, and they don't actually explain what that cave does. It like didn't in this test one, well. wasn't wasn't that the whole thing with Scarlet Witch like taking over his mind? And he gets like a quick vision of yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And that's supposed to tie into it. But the thing is, like, when he actually steps into this, because he, he tells Selvig, he's like, the, the Norn, they give answers to, like, you know, forbidden things or whatever, but they require a, a sacrifice, a life sacrifice. And so Thor decides to get in because he's, he's a mighty. Om- yeah, he's, he's an omnigod. Or what, what's it called? A demigod. Demigod. Shit. So he's a demigod. So he steps in. He's not going to die immediately. And the Norn possess him. And he's like basically like almost like exorcist style. Right. And Selvig's there to ask the questions because yeah. obviously Thor's not Thor. And then like Joss Whedon explains like this is a – to me this was the smartest scene to 
deliver exposition because you literally have a character, what's happening, and then you get an answer from a, you know, Deus Ex Machina type of like force right. that's telling you what it is, and it's really interesting because they do kind of explain in a very more it's subtle like way. Q and A Q&A with a screenwriter, right? right. It's, but it's also, but it's also very, it's a lot what's happening. In it the works movie. a lot, in my opinion, it right. works a lot better than just showing like flashes of images and then throwing them up there right. on the screen. And they said it's cool because like it's not Thor asking the questions; Thor's answering the questions. Yeah, essentially. Exactly. So it's not the main character doing it, but yeah, he ends up going on and on about you know a little bit more about the Infinite Six and what's it's it's a lot of foreshadowing for sure, but it's not as you know, on the nose as like, hey, you see these Infinity Stones? You know, they, these are going to go in a glove, you know? Yeah, and, no glove, but no it's glove. also, but when you watch the scene, though, you're kind of like, this is weird. Like, yeah, it's a that, very weird scene, he, and that's why they, they took it yeah, out, because it's too magical for they the did have Avengers it like, in world. For, for a couple of cuts, They did, but it didn't test well, because yeah. they said in a more grounded Avengers movie, they said it would fit well in a Thor movie, but it was too kind of out there yeah. uh, of a concept for them to keep it in. But if you still, if, if you have Thor BS as a character, yeah. yeah, I was gonna say that's if you probably have Thor a committee a thing. Yeah. They should have just committed, and it would have been great. I'm pretty sure that was like a total like the the Marvel committee at this yeah, point, like making that decision, just like cut it out. Mm-hmm. Well, it's weird like, because it, it seems to me like there is a a big <clears throat> battle between what they want the stakes <clears throat> to be defined in this movie. Are the stakes these Infinity Stones, or is it Ultron and? Sokovia. Yeah. It, it's a weird decision because it seems like half the Avengers are focused on some or mainly Thor, I guess, is focused on what's next and not on what's what's, what's actually happening, happening now. Yeah. Um but yeah, so let's talk about uh the whole movie. Let's get started. Minute one. <laughs> Thoughts. Minute one. Opinions. Uh, well, that, that let's let's talk about theme. actual um, sequences. The actual, mm. like, I guess we talked a little bit about Ultron, but like, yeah, I guess the sequences that Ultron's in versus the Avengers. I like the fact that Ultron has almost a one-on-one fight with, with every everybody. main with every main Avenger, like well, the four, the four has, main ones. He at least has one-on-one time with everyone too. Like, he doesn't exactly fight Scarlet. Uh, I mean, uh, Black Widow. But he does have that time with her where, the, you know, she's in prison right. and things like that. But he actually has a fist fight with, like, Captain, Captain America. America and that was Iron Man. Man. What did you guys think about how they decided to show or animate him in his early stages as just a sentient computer? That was when he was the most terrifying, to be honest. There's no expression. And I thought that's what almost made it even creepier and more menacing. And I guess it, I understand why... It. Just be cool, everyone. Be cool. <laughs> <laughs> There's no expression in this room right now. But go on, Anthony. No, nah, like um, I I think that's where they ah, like when it comes down to it, like uh, when I'm looking at it and just seeing the the just actual electronic like you know electronic bits and everything like that just falling off of him and just almost like I think one of y'all said a zombie earlier. Yeah, it looks like a, it's just yeah. really trippy to look at and you just don't know what to make heads or tails. Like all the Avengers had great expressions in that whole scene and then intro- introduction like to him. Yeah. And they're just like, what is this guy? Whoa, okay. We have this rundown robot coming at us with a very terrifying voice and he's threatening us all. And then boom, more suits come out flying at him and stuff. Like aside from just the general introduction, I think I wish they kind of could have kept him like that a little bit not as humanoid as things went on he kept getting stronger looking and more human like as the movie went on but mm-hmm. at the same time i was just like uh, the voice itself was great you know his james spader's performance was great throughout but yeah it, it, it he lost a hint of that menacing stuff yeah he had the red burning red eyes and he he was getting bigger and bigger and bigger but i'm just like you're more terrifying as a cr- cr- just crimping yeah. little robot thing i don't know what it was about it but just like 
yeah, like I, I kind of wish they would have kept him that way for more of the movie. Well, what me and Drew were talking about um, uh, earlier today during in work, bed, <laughs> <laughs> naked, was, naked, <laughs> was the fact that uh, those that aren't part, pillows. That part went in the very beginning when he, his first introduction and when he uh, his demise is he is the most like the original Ultron. When you see him in comics and everything else, he is yeah, a yeah. robot. He's not... He's cold this, and calculating. Emotionless. This, yeah, he's emotionless. He doesn't have any expressions or anything. He's just two dots and like a line for his yeah. mouth. And that's it. Yeah, and, and that's so, what I so saw when, too. So when yeah. you, you hear all of these like really heartless things coming from this robot, you're like, oh crap. That is more terrifying. Yeah. That that's and, Terminator stuff right there. And yeah, holy crap. Yeah. In this one, I just hate that. Yeah, it's pretty much what you two said. Is that yeah? They basically try to make him the Bizarro Tony. Like, hey, you know, this is essentially Tony, but if he were evil, you know, type of I thing. Mean, so, which is, is fine. Yeah. Like that's what I, I that's what I know. A lot of people kind of dislike that a lot as the movie went on. But mm-hmm. like, um, I felt that that was fine. That they were still quipping with each other. Were Mm-hmm. Where like that one moment like when they were uh when they right after they um met like uh Andy Circus's character Claw, Claw, yeah. and uh like he's just like he like um he made that egg joke or whatever it was, he's just like yeah, yeah. he beat me beat by, a me second. by yeah. one second, I tell you. Yeah. Like I'm just like that's kinda of funny. I liked that idea, but I think mm-hmm. it still would have been better to have less of an expressive look. But again, I, uh, one of you also said that too, where, well, if James Spader's doing this, he's a pretty well-known actor. We need to actually kind of animate something. So they yeah. probably kept pushing the humanoid Well, look. isn't it part of, because this is something that, um, uh, mommy. <laughs> this is something that. <laughs> this is something that Stark builds, and because he builds it, he, he puts his own personality into it. And right. so I think a lot of what, is supposed to be part of Iron Man's character development is realizing that maybe some of his intentions to an extreme is, is are bad because he ultimately right. wants to protect the whole world because he feels like it's on his shoulders and he right. needs to do it. Well, that's what he, he was, saw. He, was he saw some aliens. Yeah. yeah, he was created he, he, he for that. He explained Ultron as a blanket for the world. Yeah, so a suit it, of it, armor. It, no, that's it, right, yeah. it almost becomes something that he has to grapple with too is th- this is my idea of protection but maybe it also means you know hey kind of nihilistic but if everyone's dead yeah, boom, nothing yeah no one no, no one, one always use yeah, protection exactly. but it is something that you see and i think that's something that, that makes iron man's character a little bit more compassionate i know he has this rough exterior but even in wakovia he's sokovia. always sokovia in wakanda <laughs> in, sorry guys it's not like i'm the president i could be there yeah you could right? be i have an, an ambassador to wakovia anyone can be president nowadays. wakovia is a bank <laughs> that's where that's from in my head but even in sokovia i remember watching him because he's always trying to figure out a way to save everyone and it's almost sad because it's almost this weird, like, proving himself to his deceased father or to just everyone. Because um, he feels like everything's just on his shoulders almost in a way. Mm. Well, you, I you see, really got that from you, this you, movie. That's pretty awesome. Like, he still is the dickish douche. Yeah. But the... Dickish the, douche. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> That's not what a douche is for. <laughs> you shouldn't be cleaning your dick with a douche. Yeah. Don't no, shove that douche it's a tiny hole. <laughs> Don't do it. You've got a ton of water you're trying to shove in you. <laughs> you're trying to reverse no. pee. <laughs> anyway, go on. Anyway. The, yeah, he's uh, a dickish the, douche. The, 
character development ever since Avengers. Yeah. Is like is actually there because you see, you know, in Iron Man three, one of the coolest scenes is where he's saving all the people from the uh, falling Air Force One. Uh, then you see it here in Age of Ultron. He is trying to save everybody. And then it ultimately brings him to where he was in Civil War, which we will talk about when it gets there. Mm-hmm. But it, it clearly shows that he is attempting to, to change, but of course himself gets in the way. Yeah. And it's kind of sad watching it, actually, because he's very, he's very quick to be like, I'll die. Guys, I'll just die. <laughs> you know, I'll save everything. Uh, let me just stay here. Makes on you planet. wonder how the third one's going to be. I know. <laughs> oh, uh, you can tot- I mean, you can Boom. kind of see it going that way, though. Right. Yeah. Because like, yeah. he's old. But so ah. is everyone in this. It's almost the same. Guys, everybody die. dies. Bringing it back to like, Suicide Squad. It's kind of the same thing. Everyone doesn't have much of a life outside of the Avengers, except for Hawkeye. Uh, but everyone yeah. has some some sort of self-hating, self-deprecating thing where this power gives them the ability to feel like they're contributing, but without it, or if they're on the sidelines, you get Iron Man PTSD where you're like, man, I want to do something. Um, and so a lot of them just want to always be doing the right thing it's all the time. probably an addiction. That's why they all just wanted to die on something. It's basically <laughs> what you call a superhero complex, yeah. man. Can yeah. we <laughs> talk about that real quick? The, uh, the, the vision that Iron Man has in the very beginning of this movie. Um, when mm, Scott yeah. Witch kind of takes dead. over his, yeah. his, his mind and gives him that vision. And they're all in space. You clearly see that it's in space. They're on some some sort of rock. Gosh. You gonna, the sanctuary. You're going to Infinity all, Wars this? And they're, all, and they're all dead. They're all dead. Yeah, and you see, an, you see a Chitauri invasion force going through a portal. Towards Earth. Which is yeah. what we all know of the first Avengers movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, me and Andrew have freaking... Conspiracy theory, this all the way through. Doug Jones he arrived it, and and it's it's crazy because the the you you see like I said Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man Tony Stark as this very dickish douche. Uh. <laughs> Hashtag new shirts. Go to the the website. No, but you actually see fear, and then I think that's what brings him to the point that he is when mm-hmm. he. Creates Ultron when he uh, makes creates vision. Yeah. That he, yeah, with vision and with the decisions he makes in Civil War eventually. Like that's and you, and you hear it in his voice when he's talking to to Captain America to Cap, yeah. at Hawkeye's farm. Yeah, he's obviously he's probably going to bring this up again, obviously in Infinity War because Infinity War the worst does happen. Like you're literally death. You're mm-hmm. literally at the mercy of a fucking intergalactic warlord who's like literally conquering. The Everything. universe, not like it's not like it's they're conquering the solar system or anything like that. They're literally trying to conquer all of existence. Fucking and an it's intergalactic just like it's, world. The stakes have never been fucking higher. So I'm pretty sure that's going to come up again. Well, and that that is a really cool, you know, scene to you know to to reference because you're you're totally right. Like that's that's the the that's the root of his motivation through this entire movie. And in and this it's a movie, misguided, but you know, partially it's understanding everyone's motivation, um, including some of I mean, like Black Widow. It's it's trying to understand everyone's motivation, yeah, yeah, definitely in the film. And I, what I thought was really good, we talk, we complain Sans about, Thor. we we complain, yeah, Sandstorm, Man of Thor, he's just, a, yeah, he's just depressed. There. He's yeah, exactly. the connection to the Infinity. <laughs> Stones. We talk about the Infinity Stones and how much of that is is over the top. I think because there's an object there, 
But you can set up feelings and, and motivations for future things. There's a scene where Captain America and Iron Man are chopping wood, and you saw hints of the of the rivalry Very that's t- going to t- be there. They're chopping their wood yeah. in front of each other. <laughs> you know, Which that's, one that's has a bigger stack of wood? Which one has more wood? I have more wood than you. He even says, Captain America. He even says, yeah, don't touch himself. my wood. Yeah. <laughs> don't touch my pot. Don't but, rub my wood that way. <laughs> but it, it, it introduces this rivalry or this clash of ideas that is going to be important in Civil War. Yeah, and it's not Malin, like yeah. they say, hey, we're going to have a Civil War. <laughs> or like, hey, check out these Infinity Stones. It was a very natural But it was very natural subtle, too. That, thing. that was the thing that I loved. It, it wasn't something that was very... In your face. You totally see the, the, the splitting of the ideologies of what these two characters believe in, like, at this point. Even, you got that a little bit in the first movie, which mm-hmm. they're kind of, like, you know, talking shit to each yeah. other, and they're, well, you know, they're and you get, challenging you get, each other and shit. You get it right from the get-go of this movie, you know, the very first word is shit, and then you hear Cap, like, immediately Language. disagree, like, what? Stop. And, like, yeah. and there it is right there, you know, bickering from the, from the start, from the get-go. But, yeah, it's pretty interesting on how you guys, uh, refer- or, or, you know, said... Um, all that stuff about Tony because I think it's I uh, 100% agree where um, I think he was already having PTSD in Iron Man 3 and then sure enough he sees yeah. this and he's like it, so, it took me right back to that exact same wormhole the worst know, vision possible yeah, for someone yeah. who has PTSD yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. your friends are dead yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what's really cool in that scene where everyone's dead there are other characters that wasn't cool John that aren't <laughs> death isn't okay that aren't Avengers characters there's a there's a blonde girl who's dead Boom, Scarlet. Like uh, next to Black the Widow. Hulk. Yeah, and there are other if, soldiers there that are like armored differently. But did you notice the whose hair is blonde in the Infinity War trailer? Yeah, I guess not Black Widow. But I, I could have swore I saw Black yeah, Widow Black dead in red, red hair. hair. Yeah, so exactly. I'm just saying yeah. like, there's other oh, people there. It must, like, have, been, oh, it must have been Sharon Agent Carter. Thir- yeah, Agent 13. Oh, yeah, yeah you're right. Agent, Agent 13. That's weird. I didn't, I didn't Agent 13. But, um, I didn't notice so that, basically, we, we should have just paused the scene. Just, just know, we should have paused every dead. single You saw Wakandans in there. You saw Sakarans. You saw uh, uh, Nova Corps. You saw, <laughs> you saw Ravagers. You, you saw, saw Wakovians. Korg. So the person Wachovians. that gives them these visions Wachovian is Bank. Scarlet Witch. We talked, about quick, we talked about Quicksilver already and his differentiations between the Fox version and the comic book. But what do you guys think about Scarlet Witch and Elizabeth Olsen? Mm, she's pretty great, actually. I thought um, Scarlet Witch is always been a character that i kind of not avoided but like i knew the character was always what? there and just no yeah. <laughs> throw this one scarlet away. witch is a is a main and i fuck i'm pretty sure i'll get crucified if i get this wrong but like i remember scarlet witch being a big character in or that was was that dazzler who cares i'm gonna go with scarlet witch at this point but scarlet nice. witch was a this character no in uh, ash versus evil dead which is one of my introductions into the character oh no no, no ash versus uh, army uh, of darkness versus, versus uh marvel, marvel zombies. zombies yeah, yeah. Um, um i think it was her was it her or was it Dazzler? One of those two. Mm-hmm. But it was some say, X-Men character, I think it was which Scarlet I don't know Witch. if it was like, I want to you know, say it was Scarlet Witch. Yeah, okay, cool. So well, too. Scarlet Witch, um, her powers in the comics, I've never really read up on the actual twins. Like, it, I know that they're Magneto's kids and stuff like that, but I don't know. I know she's a little bit more mystical in the comics than she is in this movie. In this movie, it feels like she's doing some sort of weird visual telekinesis. Yeah. That's like, you know, just destroying stuff with red blotches of whatever yeah, the fuck it, she's it's doing de- it's definitely like a darker type of magic than dr strange uses well even then i don't know if it's yeah. like really magic or even well, not i mean i guess it is it, sort of because it, it comes from the mind stone but yeah my first impressions of scarlet witch anywhere yeah uh was when i was a kid watching x-men evolutions mm-hmm. uh she was like the punk the show, rocker yeah. uh so this was completely different uh seeing her as a 
like a, I guess, uh, prisoner of war type person uh, with uh, with being a science experiment and all that. Right. Um, she's not a mutant. She's almost like an... They hinted ex- she was going to be an inhuman yeah, at yeah, one point. And she's like a Hydra. Well, yeah. she, she was supposed yeah. to be... They were supposed to be inhumans because the Inhumans movie was actually set for a 2020 release. Right, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And then it got they introduced into S.H.I.E.L.D. And butchered and tried it. to get their own TV show. It was horrible. But Lockjaw. Uh, save Lockjaw. Rest in peace, Inhumans. Yeah, for real. Um, oh, it but, did get canceled. Yeah, yeah. It, got, Sorry. it got straight canceled. Got oh, okay. Canceled, That's yeah. what I heard. But it I, got uh, canceled hard. But uh, for me, when hearing, when hearing that... And Olsen was going to be Scarlet Witch. I was like, Whatever oh happened my to God. predictability. <laughs> the milkman, the paper boy. <laughs> Everywhere you look. Yeah, but they had their own TV show, guys. Well, actually, and I um, rented the VHSs all the time. The funny oh, thing about yeah. that, watching the Olsen actually, I thought it was hilarious that these two actors, Aaron Taylor Johnson and Elizabeth Olsen, were cast in this Godzilla. movie because they were like in Godzilla together literally Making the out. year before they were, they were husband and wife that was yeah. one of the reasons why they decided to be or uh, Taylor Johnson decided to be in the movie because he didn't want to be in this movie until yeah. they cast it I can see why yeah. <laughs> he's yeah, the one the, character that has not come back yeah. not well, even in a flashback oh. nothing well they even well, well, because, I think because I think you're right like they cast Elizabeth Olsen she's like oh I just worked with her so like yeah, let's it's do it again nice yeah. Yeah. I like kissing her but he, he didn't want to <laughs> what's my role oh her brother Damn. Dang it. <laughs> well, I mean, if you watch Star Wars, making out with your sister, <laughs> NBD. Another just game of, game of Thrones. Franchise. I thought um, Olsen did Way really well, though. Because like, yeah. she was pretty awesome in the and role. The, and the really cool thing was, you know, we we saw her a lot uh, as, as comic book uh, people. We saw her a lot in, you know, Avengers vs. X-Men. And uh, she played a really big part. Uh, with a lot of that, she was one of the main reasons of the Avengers vs X Men, and that was a story that had really, I guess, upped her Annie in the comic book world. Uh, and then for a couple of years, this comes out, you're like, oh, cool, you know, she's gonna get a spotlight. Because the only thing we had seen prior to this was Days of Future Past after this movie or before this movie. It was before, right it was before the year before before that movie, yeah. but yeah. yeah. But we saw a version of her. Sort as of, a yeah, baby, as a baby, yeah. And kind like, ah, okay, yeah. we see, we see, we see this. Where's, where's Scarlet Witch? Um, so I, I enjoyed what they did with her. Um, I enjoyed that they still kind of played with the aspect of her and Vision's relationship, um, even in, uh, uh, kind of at the end, kind of playing around with it. Oh yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. We do get that hint. Yeah. Of that. So that's pretty that's pretty awesome. Elizabeth Olsen as the again, as the Scarlet Witch kinda of knocked it out of the park. I like the vulnerability she at least the scarediness she played in this role because it yeah. did seem like she had a kind of a an actual character arc where she came she was kinda of hardened and like, you know, or at least thought she was kind of battle hardened at well, the beginning they, of the movie. They both had the same enemy of in Tony Stark and that's right. why they mm-hmm. even went along with Ultron to begin with in this movie. So they're just like, yeah, we want vengeance because Tony Stark's the reason why our family got well mm-hmm. blown up or died in general. Yeah. So. I was real nervous, I'm not going to lie, uh, when they told me that she was going to be in this movie because to me, her costume's straight stupid <laughs> in the, oh, the comics. Yeah, with the huge helmet. Yeah, 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 you're right. I guess and all that. And I was like, man, I don't like that. Well, clearly, they figured that out for like the first X-Men movie. So yeah. they're like, we're just going to probably leather her yeah, yeah, exactly. leather red jacket and yeah. there we go. Women in leather, people dig it. <laughs> Catwoman. So like... Kidding. 
that's pretty cool and i yeah i um i i see that too like that's pretty uh they they she just wanted revenge at one point and then whenever the stakes change it's like oh you're trying to blow up the, the world oh shit like what's I going don't, on i here? don't want to go that far i just yeah, want to exactly, kill tony stark yeah. what the hell because <laughs> like, even like she even has one, that one person no why are you <laughs> yeah. he's like no yeah. loads of people um because she has that really cool scene with hawkeye where hawkeye gives her the pep talk and yeah. that's just that's one of the best scenes in the movie especially because hawkeye is so fleshed out in this movie and it's they really show him to be like the actual human moral center of the event. He's like what grounds them. Because he's not – you can totally tell his heart isn't in any of this mission stuff that he does. Like he's doing that – he's literally doing this avenging From, thing yeah, he's as a his, job. Like that's yeah. literally his job. He's, he's married so, to Velma and she, he has yeah. kids. But the thing is like <laughs> – yeah, he is. And it's it's just, not a it's, bad life if married to it, Velma. I mean, yeah. so crazy mm-hmm. though because like, he literally right? treats it as a job. Like, <laughs> For real. Like he's talking hypothetical situations on if he kills Quicksilver now, and he's just like, yeah. mm, no, no, no. Like he's just like, well, yeah, and that's that. what's cool is that he works for both his families. Yeah, his family yeah, cool. at home and his family at work. You he's know? just Red so up. good at what he does, he can't say Fair no. Me. Like if they tell him to like suit uh, up, because uh, he's just like, well, it yeah. did not work out well in Civil War though. That did, yeah, exactly. And he, he says that too. He's like, God damn it! Like, was that the lead up? So it does it seem to you because I've read this places that he was the setup to be killed in this movie because before this movie came out they announced that someone was going to die they right. confirmed that one of the characters were going to die and when you watch it and you see him almost like his last hurrah seeing his family being like hey I'm a week away from retiring I think I would have liked the movie a little more because he doesn't like Cause, Jeremy Renner because no no because no, hear, hear this. Quicksilver. Okay. We 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 get his introduction. We see him as a villain. Slowly turns into a hero, and then he dies. Oh, that's kind of cool. But to, to, to death is if, never cool, Clay. If, if we would have if we would have seen Jeremy Reiner, Hawkeye die, I think that it would have meant so much more. The only reason why I say that is because the whole point of the Avengers movie in the in the the first Avengers movie was that Coulson died and brought them together. And they worked it out. Well, they kind of threw that away with Agents of Shield, right? Mm-hmm. And they never brought him back. They would I'm, I'm still crossing my fingers that Coulson has some sort of a cameo in, no. in Infinity War. No. Like I don't think it'll happen. It's a super slim I, chance, and I don't think slim, it will. Super slim. But Wait, I think that show's cool. still going. Yeah, no, yep. I, I uh. think they're writing the finale. They're writing this it's finale of the season as to, if it's the last as if season. As it's the last because it hasn't gotten renewed yet, but it. Probably won't get renewed. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't even know. It, it got on. to 100 yeah. episodes. It's yeah. really weird though yeah, because they, they just hit 100. It's syndication. A, it's a good show. It's like that's a weird. What's a good a show that like gets better as it goes on? It's kind of weird. Like it's like Mad Men, I guess. Like it's just like you, you kind of watch the first season. And I, I dang, know I should have kept up with Mad Men. <laughs> but it's just like you watch seasons after that, and you're just like, this is a really good show, and it just keeps getting better each after that. And the same well, thing goes for Agents there's of Shield. absolutely nothing like Agents of Shield, the TV show that takes place between the movies. That doesn't That's really take place in between the, the movies. Kind of canon. Like, just like, share some characters. Share so some. Basically, actors. all the Netflix shows. It's kind of the same way. Just it's, yeah. stuff happens, and they briefly mention things. But it doesn't. But affect it doesn't it. really it doesn't affect, affect, affect it. Yeah. But but if Hawkeye would have died, it would have been a more relevant reason. Oh, for I these totally guys agree. To really mm-hmm. bring bring each other together. But I think um, the reason why they didn't, I, I think they did that on purpose. They made his through line seem like he was going to die. Just to surprise you with it being someone else. You didn't see that coming? 
<laughs> what? That's oh, the actual man. line. Oh yeah, because oh. that's the that's the whole line. Yeah. But um, I, I totally agree though. Like I, that is a little when you mentioning it now, I guess that would have had a bigger impact than like these characters that we just met like an hour and a half ago. Um, um it would have a, dying. a bigger impact, but it would have been an exact repeat of the first one with Coulson. And, and there was, two uh, and people uh, were already crapping on the first Avenger. This is one again, one of the only uh, complaints was because you did Hawkeye wrong. So I think if you killed him in this one, there would have been a bigger up. You did it way wrong. <laughs> yeah, you did him wrong, and then you did him wrong again. I, I know Hawkeye, even in the first one, uh, was supposed to be the one that we like connect to the most because he's the only human out of out of Black all. Widow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, but she's cold. She's, yeah, she is. She's an assassin. Yeah, yeah she is. Uh, and then learning that he isn't cold, he isn't an assassin, he actually has a, a family and stuff, mm-hmm. I think... I don't know. Just I don't know if I just like sacrifices or something or. Jeez. Uh, totally no, that's, it uh, almost seems like it was aiming. Stay away from my too. cat. Like, yeah. I think that's that's what's pretty <laughs> cool, and I, I feel like it would have been that much more, you know, kind of satisfying as a, as a as a movie character wise. Like you know, it would have been that would have been a, the stronger choice. But I, yeah. in retrospect, I do kind of like that they went with the Quicksilver because number one. Um, I don't know if you can do much with that character going forward because Fox owns the and real one. Number no, 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 two, <laughs> Aaron Taylor Johnson is not the greatest actor in the world. So, but also, Shots what? Fired. And, and <laughs> but at the same time, when you look at, I don't know. I mean, the only person who would know would be Delphin because he's seen some footage. But what else has Jeremy Ryan really done in the other movies? In the other movies, mm, yeah, you're right. You're totally right. Even he, civil, he in does civil war. He he like, rambles a little bit. He, um, a little he bit fights with... the Vision, the strongest person on Iron Man's team, okay. twice. But he also he's basically just a cameo. Yeah, that's true. Technically, they're all cameos. I'm just kidding. I mean, he's yeah, also guys right. also acts as they always get him to. This is the thing they do in every time every time they, they there's a fight scene they get him to higher ground to be the eyes mm-hmm. he's always the higher um, ground to he be has the Hawk eyes and every eye in well, his think, name <laughs> what did you expect i think you that's wouldn't his, use the people that fly i think that's his purpose i, I think that's his daredevil his, get up there it's his value to the team <laughs> it's his value to the team to just get up somewhere and get your bows and arrows yeah. and just report on what's happening. Well, because he's always telling everyone, "Oh, you got two. You're right." That's oh, the most this is happening. tactical aspect when you have a bow and arrow. <laughs> he's like a sniper, I guess. That's a really funny. Um, it's a weird one. because if if we look at these two movies, they are very similar <laughs> um, in ways other than who dies. But the final scenes, because there's nothing that justifies. <laughs> Having eight superheroes all just beating up back one dude. Back to back, yeah. yeah just kicking one dude. <laughs> but you have to have an army, which both Avengers movies have, which we know the Infinity Wars movie right. already yeah. has. Yeah, yeah. There's always is, there's an army, and there's always going to be tiny objectives, like protect this button, or, oh, we got to get to the brain of the one thing. And they always have to divvy up to have some people rescuing folk because there's yeah. no logical reason to have twenty in the infinity wars 22 superheroes yeah all just punching thanos hashtag no ant-man they, they, there has to be these objectives what do you guys think about did they confirm no Ant-Man? what do you guys know but they haven't been marketing him i hope he's in there i think ant-man's not in that one i think he's in avengers 4 I what? hope so, because I'm real sad that he's not in there. I mean, I wouldn't be. What if he's okay. in the okay. movie, but you just couldn't see him because he's so small? <laughs> well, so what do you guys, in his pocket this whole time? Right. They what forgot. Guys, what do you guys think of this this final act formula? 
I mean, it obviously makes sense of of having an army, a giant battle, a giant battle. They literally almost split the field. He's like, all of me versus all of you, <laughs> you know. But um, it, it makes again for an awesome spectacle. That was a awesome splash page. I was telling action, John, I said, had you not seen any of the Marvel movies and walked into this scene, you'd be like, wait. What the fuck is going on? There's <laughs> you know, just so so much of like awesomeness happening on the screen, and again, it's a lot of fan service for sure because you do want to see that. You know that that's what we came here for. That's what we you paid for. You know, we, you waited like four other movies before right, that for. Right, exactly. And ever since they set the bar up with that that first shot in the first Avengers, where they kind of circle around and then they do their team ups and all that, you got to obviously outdo it in this one. It opens with some crazy Avengers, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like video game splash. combos, yeah, yeah, for. Sure. Sure. Yeah, that, that's really, really awesome and too. That's a really awesome. Scene it's got some memorable uh, action sequences. I mean, everything from that to the fight in the with Ultron. With you Ultron know, when they have no powers, and then um, they have the one where they have that car chase scene where the Har- you know, uh, Black Widow's on the Harley and things like that. Black um, gets to have the shield for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, that's really cool. Um, but yeah, the the last fight scene obviously tops them all and. Um, it kind of gives you that uh, iconic Avenger shot where it circles around them and you get to see everyone kicking ass and for Slow some up. reason no one's missing a beat and no one's taking a punch. But uh, yeah, you're just like, <laughs> that man, is really true. Like, all, if, I, if I were me, I, like, this, all like these at Ultra least Hawkeye just or Black Widow would just like, get punched. Like, like even Baron Von Strucker had a better plan than Ultron. Like, hey, hit the weak one. <laughs> and then they, they, shoot, they shoot Hawkeye and they're like, sweet, we got him. But in this one, like, you know, Hawkeye throws his bow and fucking fist fighting him. And, but, um, um, it's uh, really, really uh, cool to see um, again just the that iconic Avenger shot and adding people like Quicksilver and uh, you know two mutants that you never thought you'd see. I know they're not mutants in the movie, but you know two pieces of the X Men world. This was kind of like the first glimmer of hope to say like, hey, maybe there could be you know one day um, uh, the X Men in the the universe. But now, obviously, Infinity War has to outdo that. And uh, yeah, you're totally right about the uh, the army little three, scenario. I think Infinity War says three battles, happen. four battles. Right, yeah, it happened in Infinity War. I had already well read too. like uh, you know the EW had the full spread on yeah, Infinity Weekly. War. Spoilers, guys! If you yeah, here, here we go. Here we go yeah, yeah, tune out if you want to just keep Infinity War fresh uh, AF. Apparently, Feige says that the third act of Avengers: Infinity War takes place as the Battle of Wakanda. Because right, the they're Wakanda all projecting the vision. It's the Earth's last stand to against keep last the stone. stone. Yeah. And Which we know he, they probably lose. Yeah, John read a description about um, Rocket Raccoon coming down and, and talking to Winter Soldier saying, like, hey, how much for the gun? Yeah, and Winter and Soldier's like, it's not for sale. And then he's like, well, how much for the arm? Yeah, exactly. Yes! Which had which yeah. the big, long-running yes. joke from, from Guardians. And I guess that's a little hint of how light it's going to be. And I always wondered how it was going to work. because we're we, fighting an army of Outriders, which is right. the, the, the Thanos' yeah, demon and, army. Yeah, yeah, yeah there, there are rumors that, like, you know, Banner's in the Hulkbuster and then busts out of the Hulkbuster as the Hulk. So there's a lot of really, really awesome some action sequences that we're probably going to get that's going to outdo this movie, you know, in just one fight scene. And it's not contained to Marvel. It, this, this is the same thing in Justice League. There has to be oh, an army. Yeah, definitely. It's, Lord, it's, of, yeah. Lord of yeah. the Rings it's has it's a oh, trope yeah. that four I think or that, five battles in the same thing. Oh, never mind. I was going to say it was started by Marvel and superhero flicks, but you're right. I mean, Lord of the Rings, I mean, you usually yeah. have to get to some sort of big uh, ass. Uh, Chronicles good of Narnia. Yeah. Every, every time Harry there's Potter, more. Harry Potter's Twilight movie. Twilight. <laughs> Twilight, the fight between the I don't know the the, the lichens, underworld. <laughs> no, so it, it, anytime you have five superheroes, because the alternative to that is some weird thing where it's you know the Power Rangers attacking one <laughs> one person, one yeah. thing. That is and, weird. Yeah, and like, is, I'm and, glad they don't go that route. 
It's like just slow motion punching. <laughs> Though I get the feeling they're going to perfect that like in Avengers 4. Like, right. Because they have to all fight Thanos like one on one. Because yeah. well, and... the actual page in Infinity Gauntlet, the, the storyline, like that big splash page where you turn the page, it's Thanos literally looking at every single hero like yeah. floating towards him. Yeah, he I'm goes, just thinking, can like, you dig it? I'm just, I'm just wondering if they're going to recreate that because that's just kind of that's I, to me like, that's ridiculous and exciting at the same time. Well, no, because even even in some of the animated series that they've had for Avengers, there's a show called Avengers Assemble, mm-hmm. and they all fight. Yeah, I watched the, that. It's the Thanos one, right? Yeah, there's yeah, I an watched entire, that. There's an entire episode where the entire Avengers team faces. Uh, Thanos and he uses each individual stone Against to kind of mess with them. Yeah, and they have to work around it. Then he pulls and out. I his It's kind of slow pace a little. It is in slow the, pace, the... but it's also because it's a cartoon. Yeah, they're just uh, walking around. Well, what do we do now, boys? <laughs> basically, but I I would really love for them to kind of perfect that and and do that because that would be amazing. Can you imagine a slow motion Avengers circle around shot where Thanos is holding it's his literally own? Literally like thousands against of twenty two of the twenty six well, no, heroes. See, at that point, I would see it as what the Avengers did with Steppenwolf and Ooh, the well, Justice League. What the Justice League uh, did with Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I guess so. I would see that too. Because you're right. That that scene gave us a little hint of what could be done with a one-on-one versus yeah. like a team battle. I'm sure that'll be the climax. It's like Thanos but in the I, center I and then like just as, straight as the gang as bang on it. I think that Marvel would be able to pull it off because of what they've already established. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And and just like just imagining that sequence, like you know Thanos kind of pushing somebody. You know, real quick to like uppercut somebody and yeah. like kick somebody. Well, I mean, you see, I don't know what <laughs> part of the movie it's gonna be, but you see that point where he just smashes the crap out of Spider Man. Yeah. yeah, like I don't know where that's gonna be at in the beginning or the end. Yeah, but like, like body slams. Like, yeah, just, just like he, that kid's dead. Like, yeah. Yeah. how is he gonna come? I don't care if he's got that a kid in puberty. Cancel, <laughs> cancel the sequel. He's never been just, with a woman. No, no, I've heard that. I've heard that thought where somebody's uh, like a couple of friends of mine are like, "Dude, Spider Man's gonna die," and I'm like, "No, but wait." Kevin has already announced like, that the next movie after this is a Spider-Man sequel. Yeah. He's already announced which... which kind Miles of they Morales. they specify which Spider-Man? Yeah, though? exactly. Miles he, Morales. Yeah, he didn't <laughs> specify it. But, like, for me, that was one of the biggest things. Uh, like, Infinity War set up a trailer with a sequence in Wakanda before Black Panther had aired. Uh, yeah. Although, really, mm-hmm. it's not aired. Uh, but, so, like, that, that bothered me a little bit. And then for then Kevin to be like, Oh, by the way, Spider Man's gonna be after this, and you're just like, spoiler alert! Yeah, that. Yeah, that is Why? pretty crazy. Yeah. It's gonna be a Spider Man movie based around Hawkeye, though. I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the worst. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, and uh, again, it and it's it's weird because we we talk about this movie being um, so cluttered. Well, you ain't seen nothing yet <laughs> because so yeah, true. it's about to be Isn't way more. Is it gonna just be cluttered. a three-hour runtime? I mean, yeah. at this point, I would I wouldn't need that. Two and a half hours, two thirty-six, I think, oh, or something like that. Shit. That's insane. All right. Yeah, no, and see, that's a Lord of the Rings like length movie. But that's see, insane. that's, that's yeah. what I'm thinking. Also, the studio has to have like both hands in this, and the Rooster Brothers are just like, I guess I'll do this. I mean, I'm I'm hoping it's the. I'm hoping it's like a Captain, yeah, Captain America Civil War Ranger Soldier situation where they just know how to weave all these like weird storylines together into one cohesive thing where it's just like it's not very muddled. So like I kind of hope it, it goes that route, but I'm also very prepared for it to be super choppy, like almost like a BVS type of choppiness because like it Ouch. is a whole lot. Of, well, I mean, I love I'm BVS. Not, I'm not saying that. I mean, BVS is 
I mean, BBS is like a it's 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 Citizen, technically a movie. It's Citizen Kane. Com- <laughs> BBS is Citizen Kane compared to Justice League. But I'm just saying, like you know, the way like you know, the way you get like you know that type of choppiness is if you have a lot of shit going on. Yeah. And that's the way Avengers: Infinity War, at, at least right now, what I'm thinking of, like might happen. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want it to just be like you know we we have a minute with Black Widow and then we have to cut to Black Panther and then we have to cut to like you know. To Scarlet Witch. The and, White and, Wolf. Yeah, exactly. And then we have to cut... To, yeah, exactly. Again, we had to cut to Bucky. Then we have to cut to the Guardians in space. Mm-hmm. Then we have to cut to... Oh, wait. You forgot the the Collector was still alive? Let's cut to the Collector. Oh, shit. Xandar? Yeah. We got to cut to Xandar. And I'm just thinking like that already to me, like uh, thinking is yep. like... Just well, saying that out loud is just like, whoa. That's well, a your lot puny little mind can handle... I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I think it's... it's, it's Delphin it, has already <laughs> seen the movie. It's possible. <laughs> it, it's definitely possible... One of the best scenes of, of Age of Ultron is when they aren't in their f- costumes, even. The party, yeah, the party scene. The party yeah, scene. Yeah. And just the dynamic between the, what, dozen characters are there? Because you even have Colby Sh- uh, Smolders, Smolders. They have Smolders. Fa- Anthony Mackie's The Falcon. When I rewatched this earlier today, I'm all like, oh, yeah, she's a character. This is how I met your mom. <laughs> step mom. So, all right, kids. Mom. Let me tell you how your mother fought uh, Ultra. Ultron, and she she just disappeared after the first act. But I'll how tell she you just this. chickened out. But that scene and and how they all tried to lift Thor's hammer. You can replace any of those actors with any of the other now Black Panther or Spider Man, and you'd have an equally impactful um, yeah, sure. scene. So That's it true. is. You're right. They they're going to have to. But I think part of it too is I you have really hope. That Captain America holds the yeah. hammer in well, this he, movie. He's a, he is worthy. Uh, Pervert. He's the most moral. <laughs> of. Well, it, it, the, the good news with having the, the Russell brothers is you have two directors. It's directing by committee. Uh, and at this point, I'm sure Figi, Fijay, Fogogo is also <laughs> technically probably a third director on the movie. Yeah. So agreeing on, the, on, on something will take a lot of work, but then you have... You can literally be shooting two A units on the same day because you have two directors. I guess you're right. Yeah. yeah. So at like, the same time. I'm just so hoping it's 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 kind of good though. But to bring the conversation back to no 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 hold on. <laughs> no, what, I was going to ask what you guys <laughs> thought of the weirdest part of the movie the to vision? me is still the vision. Yeah. El Vision. I knew El Vision we, we is a weird little existential character, which is Paul pretty Bentley. awesome. Just a little. So the yeah, Vision takes the body that Ultron was Ultron was going to make for himself, and it's Jarvis. <laughs> yeah, the, the actor well, that plays that, Jarvis. That's you're right. One of the, the so I did like that one. Uh, the twins were villains before they were allies because that's the way they started in the books. They were villains at first and then ended up becoming heroes. And then I like that Ultron created the Vision because that's totally comic book accurate. And I, obviously Ant Man didn't create uh, Ultron, which uh, kind of hurt me a little bit because I was like, what? You know, Hank Pym. That was a big part of the book for sure. But um, I I did like that aspect. Um, I like the aspect that everyone was like civil warring out right before, right before uh, they they made him, and then sure enough, Thor comes in and is like, "I had a vision of my own, and it told me to bring this vision to life." And um, but yeah, it is definitely the weirdest part because it I think it's an extension of the Infinity Stone stuff. Um, what is he without that stone? Uh, nothing. Nothing. Well, isn't it supposed? It's not really an Infinity Stone that powers him in the comics, right? It's something else, right? Like it's like a. He is literally a. Like an android, like yeah, he's literally he's, an android. He's, yeah. he's, 
essentially cyborg. Yeah, he's like he's got a that thing but in his head is a computer. computer. Yeah, that but thing in his head computer. is a computer. He's half man, half machine, all superhero. All <laughs> man. No, not even that. He's not even human. Yeah, in, in the comics, or or technically in, it was here. A tag in the movie, movie yeah. That quick second in the in the Infinity War trailer, though, they show him as yeah, human. They, they, yeah. For that split second, you see it, and I'm just like, wait, is that part of his powers now? He can just morph himself. To or look he like just a human lost being? the stone, maybe. He's, he's like well, Martian no, Manhunter. Oh wait, maybe the Pinocchio thing actually kept going further. He did become a real a boy. Real boy. <laughs> No that's more what, strings. God, that sucks so bad because we're talking about the vision. We know what has to happen to the vision. Yeah, <laughs> I was telling John, I was like, you know that he yeah. has to assemble all of the gauntlet. So um, I know there's that, that attack on Wakanda. It, 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 it yeah, fails. It fails. It for lose. sure. Yeah, it does. So I, I told John, he I said, just it, ruined the movie I said it would suck if like that he didn't get all the stones. Like, let's stop him from getting the last one. And they it did. Happens. And that was it. That'd be, like, that is unexpected, though. That would I mean, suck, that, that though. Would, I mean, that that would be kind of a way to kind I'd of be kind of mad. I would be. A I need mad Nebula too, to like, put on the glove and erase everything that happened. Uh, Where is it? I really <laughs> just like in the book. Cool. That would be really cool, just because of what happens in the comic. Yeah. yeah, I think we've explained that before in another episode. And see, sure. I am not a person who reads comic books like mm. hardly at all. I so can that, barely read. Sorry, like, <laughs> like, but but here's my question to to you, comic fans: that you, you know, you clearly know a lot about. Like just a lot of the storylines that have happened in terms of just comic books versus the movies. If they go a completely different route more than what they already have when it comes to not just an ending, but just in terms of how this whole thing is going to build towards, would you hate for them to do something completely different? Um, I think the like certain obviously DC faces a little bit more scrutiny when they alter the facts like like this, but Marvel. Marvel's at a weird point in their comic books, which is their source material, obviously. Um, they've gotten to the point where the movie is the source material, and now the comics are pulling from the movie. So pretty much everything that is in the movie has become the law of the land of Marvel recently. Um, I wish they would Damn. pay attention a little bit more to what inspired them from the books and stuff like that. But they it's like what Clay and John were saying, where they have a track record of just doing everything so well and actually paying attention to a story, even though it's not the original story, but to telling a good story that people actually don't mind it. Like, uh, I mean, it's like, like Star-Lord's dad, you know, obviously we'll get into Guardians 2 and all that. They change uh, aspects like that. And obviously the the twins being mutants, you know, yeah. we can just change things like that. And no one, no one really has an uproar about it because of how well their track record is and I mean obviously I told you Hank Pym creates him and yeah. I mean you can keep going on and on but um, it's it's even in Infinity War where like Thanos' motivation for the glove is he wants to he wants to go on a date with death essentially he just wants to court death he wants to be Mr. Death I guess if you would um, and he's like oh <laughs> in order no. to cause death I you know in order to court death I have to cause it so he wipes out half the universe in a, with a snap of his fingers instantly when he has the glove and he kills half the universe and Death's like, nah, that's not enough. And he kind of like, why? And then Nebula's like, snatch, let me take this away, redo everything that you did and then that was it. that's basically it, you know? Yeah. But uh, that's it in a nutshell. But they've already mentioned that Thanos has a different motivation in this one. That he, right. he's grown up seeing different you know things in the universe and he sees uh it's like basically ultra, yeah it's ba yeah. basically ultron's thing we're like hey right. i need to save this planet and you guys are the thing that's harming this planet so he he sees the life spiraling out of control and putting up a fight As and, and right exactly so that's his motivation and again no one's gonna bat an eye at that because it's you know the track interesting record. yeah right. and also in kind of just elaborating on he was talking about because we had actually talked about this a little bit earlier uh 
they've already changed like a crap ton of stuff. Uh, that I'm in, aware in, of, yeah. In the in original Thor, I didn't even notice this until uh, Drew brought it up. In the original Thor, we actually see the Eye of Agamotto. Yeah, it has a little uh, bit more of a classic it, it, look. Not only that, but it's actually like it's huge. Big. It's yeah. huge. And you, you see the eye moving like around moving. and like looking yeah. at things. And then they're like, "Oh wait, he actually has to wear this around his neck. Let's uh, let's <laughs> yeah, change this change real it up. Quick. That wasn't the eye of Agamotto. This is the eye of Agamotto. Yeah, but that also leans towards uh, something I want to talk about in the after credit scene. If we're gonna, boom. I know we've yeah, touched, let's talk about the after credit scene. I know we've touched <laughs> up on it just a little bit, uh, being kind of vague on it. But in the after credit scene, uh, this vault opens. Very random. Like this Very has nothing to do with the rest of the story. Yeah. Thing, and it's the glove kind of just floating there. Thanos walks up, grabs Fine. it, and he says, "I'll, I'll do, do this myself." myself. And, and he jacks it and goes to sleep. See, the, the crazy <laughs> thing is, the crazy thing is about this whole thing. This entire time, from the moment I saw it in theaters until now, see, Andrew's already going to start making fun of me. No, it's, I was laughing at my own joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> that that didn't happen often. I'm sorry. But. For the longest time, because of the way the background was in that scene, I thought Thanos had somehow gotten into Asgard and yeah. stolen the glove. That yeah, glove. I had to reiterate that the, the glove at, at, in Asgard is a fake that Hela pushes over in Thor Ragnarok spoilers, but we'll get but there. This was before yeah. that movie. Mm-hmm. So my thoughts were... He took it, he replaced it, and that's why she says that in that movie. Well, I think the glove in the original Thor movie had all the stones on it. So, right, like it, it still was kind of a little weird. Yeah, yeah well, watching... I didn't even notice. See, that's another thing. I didn't yeah. even notice it. Like it, it's super, it's super colorful and it's huge. Too. I mean, Thanos is a big guy, so like obviously that glove is gonna fit. I think the the glove it's, only it's, fits yeah, Thanos. It's one like, it size, fit one size fits most. <laughs> Man, what what if like whoever puts it on is just like shrinking? One of them like, has gosh, one yeah. of them has the reality gem. Like, let me just fix it. No, no, just just imagine that Rocket Raccoon just like wearing it. and It's on his body. <laughs> He puts it on his whole body. <laughs> his head. Like, is that, yeah, that, is um, that the only after credit scene in this movie? That is actually the, the only, only one. We, we, get a, we get a Thanos cameo who speaks. It's very random, but Josh again, Brolin it's again. just like, it keeps in line to what, what it's building up towards because obviously these Avengers movies are going to, that's where they're going to fight Thanos. And Thanos has been the classic Avengers villain from like, you know, Avengers Assemble the cartoon. Um, the Avengers. Other than Civil heroes. War, this was the last time you're going to see all those people together. With the beginning of this uh, Avengers second class, mm-hmm. yeah, oh yeah, 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 folk. like yeah, mm-hmm. I know what you're um, talking about. That. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 the new Avengers at the very end. Yeah, the new Avengers us. Yeah, and then yeah, they just part. cut away. He, he should, he should, they should have left it to where it was like Avengers ass. The song is ass and titties. Yeah. Oh wait, language. Whoops. Yeah, language. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the vision's like, sir, yeah. language. <laughs> but yeah, well, let's go around the horror, talk about our final thoughts of the movie. Any of the of the little things that you take away from it? Um, yeah. Um, I, I actually, in talking about this with you guys, I, I think I've found a better appreciation for this movie. It's actually really fun. Um, it's got some of the best action sequences in Marvel to date. It's got the um, it's got an iconic Hulk versus Hulkbuster scene, which is still pretty satisfying when you watch it now. First time we see the Hulkbuster, yeah, right? the Hulkbuster, the Hulkbuster armor, which is actually has a really cool uh, Archie reference in it. Um, Boom! Uh, um, Bruce, Betty is Bruce, Betty Ross. Is yeah, obviously... Bruce Banner likes Betty. 
And then obviously the one that Betty's calms rival, down yeah. is Veronica, Veronica Betty yeah, and Veronica. So Betty oh. and Veronica. We, um, sh- we showed Clay that one a while back. <clears throat> but that's pretty cool that they um, – the Hulkbuster scene is awesome. It's great. Um, we didn't talk enough about that intro scene, and we don't want to dwell too much on it. But that intro scene is actually really awesome. It's yeah. a, like almost like the start of an Avengers right away. cartoon. The team yeah. shot. It's already right get, away an Avengers Because they're fighting movie. Hydra, and Hydra is back. Well, and it's Hydra agents. Uh, like It's almost like a mix of the two threats that were that came before. It's Hydra agents with Chitauri armor. Yeah, you know, so, so like, it's like the, those Hydra around. agents are back to – having like costumes or something yeah. like you know they have weird helmets and they're flying around and and it's in snow yeah and it's in I, snow I and like the thing says nazi more like snow <laughs> um then <laughs> you have the, yeah you have baron strucker who's like they even make a, a winter soldier they make a they make a reference too they're like what, what kind of german scientist doesn't experiment on like humans or something like that and it's just yeah, kind of yeah exactly it's just kind of weird um it's 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 got some great moments. It's a little, um, it's a little convoluted. You know, this is obviously a movie you wouldn't show to someone who hasn't seen any of the other movies. This is a definitely one that you need to watch if you're a fan of the franchise. Um, you would obviously stay away from it if you haven't seen like you know Thor: The Dark World or Iron Man Three or in any of those other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not Except a stand- for Guardians. It's not <laughs> a standalone one. I feel like it's 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 pretty connected to all the other ones, but it is really fun and you do get that really cool, you know robot scene at the very end um ultron aside because ultron is you know kind of mixed reactions whether his personality or the way is animated on the face my favorite part of ultron is whenever he's an ultron bot is talking as ultron because that's technically the way ultron looks yeah um that's pretty great um it's 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 a fun movie i i feel like this movie obviously it's not the, the best marvel movie and you said before we started recording that they disney kind of kind of uh sees this almost like as as a failure compared to the first Avengers, but I mean, you really can't you can't emulate the feeling you got when you watched that first Avengers movie. Right. You can only basically just expand upon it, and I feel like this movie had a good try at it, and it it sets up for what's to come pretty, you know, it sets it up pretty well, and I feel like um, even if you didn't like this Avengers movie, you will definitely like the Avengers movie after this, which is Captain America Civil War, which is a little bit much more, much more satisfying as, a, as, an, as an Avengers movie. Yeah, exactly. Boom. Anthony. Sorry, you're about to drink some tea. It's all good. Uh, that was a dick. That was a douche dick move. <laughs> dickish douche. Dickish douche. Dickish douche. Yeah, that was a douche dickish dick. douche move. Dick douche. Douche dick. Sorry. <laughs> sorry I douched your dick. That's even new. <laughs> I'm sorry I dicked your douche. Dick down your douche. Now, like, uh, yeah, I agree with everything with, mainly what John said there. I guess the biggest thing that I can say uh, is that uh, kind of like what I said when I first started like uh, talking about just the basic introduction to Ultron was great. The whole just general idea of his character and James Spader's performance was really great. And everybody brought their A-game regardless of all the turmoil and production and all the notes that were handed and made everything so convoluted for Joss Whedon and every and all of his team and crew that made this movie. But looking at it now... And seeing a lot of details that add up to later movies, I say that's more of a triumph because they actually do still feel cohesive anyways, regardless of how bloated and convoluted everyone said this was from an initial watch. And it's true. I remember feeling overwhelmed, regardless that I liked it. I remember like, man, that's a lot of stuff. Wow. Okay. Uh, and then especially the Wakanda stuff, you know, that I'm just like, ah, oh, I didn't even remember that before the first time I saw it. Okay, that's cool. That really did tie in pretty well to Black Panther that just came out this year. So mm-hmm. that was interesting. Um, but just everything as a whole, I liked it since day one. I remember I was like in the minority. A lot of people kept saying, oh, this is a bomb for Marvel. They made this giant movie and it didn't 
beat out uh, Avengers uh, Part 1, so everyone's just like, this movie sucks, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, I liked Mm. don't shoot me <laughs> like no. um but i enjoyed it a lot and i'm gonna probably say i could get screwed for this one but i liked it better than the first one nice all right speaking of minorities clayton wow <laughs> i'm just kidding i was just kidding that 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 was a that was a racist dick douche move <laughs> i was just kidding go ahead clay he's not he's in the minority <laughs> he's not in one i uh i enjoyed it and uh you know i think uh you both uh, touched up on a lot of things. Uh, for me, uh, I love the reconnecting of the heroes in the very beginning. Uh, you kind of get that reintroduction to not only the uh, the cast of this movie, but also some of the side heroes like Maria Hill, like War Machine, um, with that big party sequence. Um, and he even comes out at the end and helps uh, Shield, which was exactly. pretty dope. No, was yeah, it makes you question what happened just, to Falcon. I was just yeah. about to say the exactly. reintroduction. Of shield, which we thought was completely destroyed. Boom. Uh, and I mean, you don't see it again. And you don't. See it again. <laughs> <laughs> no, those helicarriers were on loan. You better give them back. Yeah. <laughs> they ran out of fuel shortly after this movie yeah. and then didn't and, use them uh, again. The repulsor engines—they're not working. <laughs> and also, like the crazy thing for me is uh, the amount of planning that the Marvel Cinematic Universe can do um, with the this being the last time we see both Thor. And Hulk, Hulk yeah, for a, a very long time. Um, <laughs> Ragnarok. Ah, way to be on the nose there. <laughs> uh, but you know, it's I, I love those kind of things. I love the uh, the introduction to to the Vision, just because uh, I loved the actor uh, Paul Bettany. Paul Bettany, yeah. Yeah, uh, my introduction to him was uh, a weird Brent uh, Fraser movie. Oh, nice. Monkey Bone. No. I thought you were going to say Priest for a second. No, <laughs> no, no. Uh, uh, oh, nice. Bedazzled. I can't remember what the movie was, but it was... Bedazzled. It was a really, really Mummy? Cool movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's oh, George of the Jungle. Nice. Nah, respect. <laughs> Gods and Monsters. So I'm just like, yeah, just throwing just, out something. G.I. Joe. Uncredited role. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> every movie, I, I still think it's wrong. So you, you like the way the vision was then, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, just, awesome. I just love his character and... Uh, uh, you know the little things that with the you know the whole thing with him holding Thor's hammer. One know, of the best parts. Yeah. One of the best parts of this entire movie. You know, because you us seeing everybody fight over the hammer, or quote unquote fight over the hammer mm-hmm. uh, during the party scene, and then just see him just you know, just pick just, it up, just yeah. pick it up with ease uh, was really cool. And uh, you know, like I said, with the planning and seeing Thanos, you know, almost well, I guess not fully because. Of, for the first time because we got to see him in uh, Guardians, Guardians. Yeah. Galaxy. Uh, but yeah, really, really cool overall. Um, I do have a little bit more of an appreciation for the movie, not talking it, uh, talking it uh, about it with you guys. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think that that crowdedness um, puts it a little bit below. And uh, not saying that it's the worst Marvel movie and not saying that I disliked it, but to me there's just, there's been so many, especially now, Marvel movies that have knocked it out of the park a little bit more than this one. And I'm glad that Joss Whedon was 
um, involved to the extent that he was, rather than changing directors midway, like this Han Solo stuff, or obviously like uh, Justice, Justice League, League, where it could have been so much worse. And um, it, the... there were no really bad performances in this movie besides Aaron Taylor Johnson a little bit. Um, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. But luckily, you don't have to see him anymore at all <laughs> in the movie. But he, um, it, it, it was so crazy because like he's actually a good actor. Like, oh yeah, 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 I agree, and I think uh, I would have rather have seen him. In- Kick-Ass 3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Can that still happen? And that's what's interesting is that the Kick-Ass boys were ended up being Quicksilvers, both of them. But, but, um, yeah, I think uh, um, it definitely isn't the best one, but it's not the worst one either. So um, it was a good try at a second one, and I think this one was an experimentation possibly with an Avengers movie. It's like the way you said uh, Iron Man 2 was. Yeah, just to Um, pick it up. Right, exactly. We're like, hey, let's see how far we can get away with it. And now I think they'll use this as um, a learning tool for Infinity War. And obviously you have the Russo brothers who are another – uh, genius, uh, genius minds of, of uh, coming from TV, which uh, allows these uh, writers and uh, directors to um, work with bigger casts and crew and things like that. So um, I think they'll definitely use this as the roadmap, and um, uh, we hope that it's a little bit better than this one. I mean, that's what you always hope for. You don't try to make a bad movie. You always try to outdo the last one that you did. So um, being that being said, I think they have to, to do that first one. And again, that first no one. No pressure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no pressure at all. And that's why I'm kind of scared for this upcoming one because I don't want it to be too cluttered. And I mean, could you imagine if this one was the one that, you know, was bad? It's it's statistics, really, you know. Uh, you know, it's only a matter of time before you make one more bad movie. And I hope it's not Infinity War. But uh, uh, Infinity War 2, whatever. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was pretty <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. But, uh, yeah. Infinity is going to be good. Emmanuel, I, what did yeah, you there's think? There's a lot of... There, so, many, so many things are... Are gonna happen right for Infinity War. You sound like the girl who tried to buy chocolate from SpongeBob. Chocolate, mm. you're selling chocolate. chocolate. <laughs> I, I I I equate Age of Ultron to uh, a menu at the Cheesecake Factory. You open it up, and there's just so much to look at. All and you want is cheesecake. Yeah. All you want is cheesecake. Yeah. yeah. And you close it. Like, yeah. All you want is that, frosting though. on some meat. <laughs> but you but you just focus on a couple of the things that you 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 can focus on, but everything's available. And this movie is a lot like that. Thematically, there's so much available. If you're a comic book fan, there's a, there are a lot of things mm-hmm. ab- yeah. that are in the comic books or in this movie. If if you just bought the ticket and you want it to be worth the price you paid, the action sequences are, are worth it. If you yeah. if you if you like the smaller relationships that they have with each other, they take you to a fucking farm and let them yeah. talk there. You have a nice party scene. Yeah. So there's there there's so much of it. And either it either hurts the movie a lot or helps the movie a lot to have uh, uh, so much happening for for the different kind of viewers, which is almost like making a movie that's supposed to be seen by everyone and appreciated by everyone, no matter what your what your motivation is to to go watch it. So it, in that way, it, it succeeds. I think for us, we have different things that we look for in movies and. Um, maybe it did have too much Infinity War in it. I don't know if Joss Whedon thought he was going to make the Infinity War, so he was giving himself a... At the time, I'm sure he was, because was Yeah, giving himself like a... He's like, hey, let me move the football 50, 50 yards down the field, so that way I only need to march it into the end zone. can't even make a Batgirl movie right now. Can't even uh, land a job because uh, yeah. of Justice League. Hashtag me too. Um, <laughs> I think God our damn. biggest Look question we should ask, though... So, 
Will Banner get back with Black Widow? I kind of, that's what I was gonna. I just remembered that, and uh, if I could just plug that into my to my final thoughts, I was actually not a big fan of that at all. Kind of weird. It is very weird. They're just like, uh, we we don't want to remind you that uh, Betty the was in. There's even a scene where she talks about North. not being able to have a baby, and and I was like, man, they're going far already. Banner's like, super, I hope yeah, out. It's a really super dark scene, which is like not jarring because like it it obviously adds. Adds a lot to the Black Widow character, but it the way I, it's inserted and like it's the, incredibly the, personal. Yeah, and the, the I love scene that before you, that. It was just, it's just it's a little jarring because they're just like, wait, what? This I do love that you get that different movie that you get that background. It does. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah, really really cool. It's a strong that's scene, the only just, hint that you just, get of it. To me, it's just very alien in the in, oh, yeah. in the whole. No, you're not wrong. What's going on with this? What, what but, made it alien? She wants to kill Bruce and just wants Hulk because she pushes. She pushes. That that I Ooh, kinky. I want the yeah. bigger one. <laughs> Weird. Oh God, that's like give huge. me the jackhammer. <laughs> I want to see the douche that dick. Hulk needs <laughs> to douche his dick. No, so yeah, yeah. I, what if I started? This, what this, have I done? This movie is is a lot, and I and I think maybe it would have helped to put some some blinders on it because we're gonna see when we talk about Civil War how a movie that incorporates multiple people, multiple heroes are. With just the focus on on two of the main characters, or a couple of them. And I think Infinity Wars will end up being that kind of movie, because the Russo brothers made Civil War, so it's going to focus on three or four main ones. Practice. And the rest will just be there for what you want them to be, for the fight scenes. I don't think think you need to have every single character have a come-to-Jesus moment. Just Maybe you just want Spider-Man to shoot a web every now and then. We don't need him to cry we don't need him to evolve yeah what's going on with this yeah literally in civil war your character yeah. development for we'll, your soul we'll, we'll talk about fuckers. that later on in civil war but so guys should they go watch this movie i'm just kidding though <laughs> you've watched it already but let's go to plugs what do you guys have to plug this is the uh, what 11th episode how many 11th episode weeks have we been doing this we've been yeah 11 12 if you count that intro episode uh it's 11 weeks um obviously you guys know what i'm gonna plug Pl- watch all i was gonna say plug Listen to all the Delphin Pod uh, podcasts, um, Revenge of the Sequel, um, Countdown to Infinity, which we're currently doing, um, The Sitting Room. Um, listen to all the Sticker Fridge podcasts, the Sticker Fridge Network podcast. You know, um, you guys know those are the fam, fam films, family. Yeah, fam films, fam films uh, director showdown, yeah, uh, the new sports showdown, podcast, yeah, the sports podcast, uh, Blank is the Killer, the horror podcast. Um, check us out on YouTube and Instagram, Twitch, uh, Grinder, when it Tinder. Comes to both either Delphin Potter or Sticker Fridge. Go ahead and check those out. We got a lot of fun stuff for you guys if you actually like movies and stuff. Oh, yes. Anthony, anything to plug? Uh, since the last time I was here, I, uh, me and a buddy of mine started our own podcast as well. Sweet. Uh, mm. It's entitled The Fan's Guide to Animation. Anything animation, we talk about it. Nice. Well, that's, ahead, then that's done, super different, too. We've done a handful of episodes so far. Um, my buddy's the editor, so I'm like, I just show up, record, and we just like hash out our ideas of anything animation whether it's movies television um random tv special whatever like we we just talk animation of all kinds um besides that uh like uh you can find me on youtube as well and uh, all forms of social media but yeah my podcast uh, on fgapodcast.com is where you can find all the good stuff right there and then uh, my youtube channel is just find me worth a watch with anthony flotus is my title of my show so nice yeah Clay, awesome. anything to plug? Um, you can find me at Fanboy Clay uh, on Twitter, Grindr. Instagram, Facebook, 
Uh, and of course, uh, you can always talk comics uh, at Heroes and Fantasies. And hopefully, uh, working some stuff with uh, these guys here. Mm-hmm. Uh, some exciting We're stuff. We're all barely guys. That, uh, we, you uh, just assume, assume my gender. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we have something coming up that I will eventually get to plug as well. Boom. So. Well, awesome. Clay, ah, you stole my plug. Um, no, I mean, if you like um, um, Age of Ultron... Uh, don't read the book, but come over to Heroes of Fantasies and I can hook you up with some better reading material. The movie was actually better than the book. Um, some other Ultron-related storylines. Yeah, yeah, and I'll, I'll show you who real Ultron is um, if you want to see. Um, oh, yeah, I'll show you the real Ultron, <laughs> That baby. sounded really sexual. <laughs> yeah. So no strings Sex wall, yeah. We don't have exactly. any statues of Ultron. Uh, huh? Well, I wasn't going to show him like, physically. I was going to show him in books, Clay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, come down to Heroes and Fantasies, talk to me and Clay about all this fun, and stuff and um, yeah obviously listen to the Delphin Pod uh, network and go watch Clot still are we still doing Clot? yeah Clot is still something <laughs> we still doing Clot um, go, go watch all that um, and uh, don't forget that this episode of Countdown to Infinity an Avengers podcast was brought to you by the Dick Douche make sure you pick yours <laughs> up uh, we're giving one out for free don't be um, nasty and it's, it's game used <laughs> don't so. be nasty douche your dick <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I endorse everyone's uh, picks for president of the United States. Now. I endorse everyone's plugs. Uh, we've got exciting stuff coming to Delphin Pod. Revenge the sequel is going to be a full-service news outlet. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say nude. No, I was already starting to laugh. It's going to be a full nude, a nudie magazine. No, but we're going to be launching exclusively... On RevengeTheSequel.com and on the Apple News app in the summer, just in time for the big movies to come out. Boom. And eventually, if we keep saying that we're going to do a new episode, we'll eventually do a new episode. Guess what? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, the podcast may never happen again, but (laughs) we'll have new content related to it. There will be content. Technically, these are sequels, so. Yeah, these are sequels. Just (laughs) re release these. These are just going to be transferred. And don't forget to go. That's a good uh, one. We're just going to rebrand them eventually. (laughs) We're going to put it in Espanol, baby. And we're giving away a lot of stuff for, for Infinity Wars. We're in a room full of boxes and, and, and stuff to give away. I just haven't. Yeah, but we're swimming in it. We're swimming in it. But there's Knee stuff. Deep. So go to Facebook.com slash DelphinPod and uh, find out how you can win. Hopefully, by the time the next podcast, I will be a big boy. And my voice will be unrecognizable. My balls would have dropped straight down to the Earth's core. <laughs> <laughs> he just <laughs> using my like as a ski, as a ski. Yeah. That's right. I'll do this myself. <laughs> <laughs> what? Lift my balls back up. The infinity yeah. balls. Yeah. yeah, they're gonna drop so far you. down. They're gonna come back above and land on my head. That's how far down. I'll show you, Stone. Gravity's a bitch. Yeah, Earth is like the Pac-Man game, right? If I go through one, I just. And it just swings back around. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, guys, uh, we love you. Yeah, thanks to uh, thanks to Anthony and Clayton for being on this podcast, guys. You are awesome. Thanks for having me back, man. No problem, man. Always Anytime. a pleasure. I love it. Love you. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. Later. I got to pee. Sure. I got to pee. <laughs> <laughs>